0: Bad Have you ever, you ever uh, clogged the drain, uh, the kitchen drain after it goes past the garbage disposal? Um, I. I haven't personally.
1: I can't say that I have, no, but I have seen it done. My sister almost, uh, we joke, we say that she almost ruined um, or did ruin Thanksgiving because she, uh, a long time ago, peeled all the potatoes into the garbage disposal and then ran ran the garbage disposal. And that just turns it into like a starchy paste. (laughs) (laughs) It's like glue. Yeah, pretty much. So it was just a funny... um, uh, you know, thing to tease your sibling about.
0: Yeah, so unfortunately, that's literally until twenty minutes ago. That's mm-hmm. what I was doing with. You've been elbow
1: deep in your garbage disposal.
0: No, because it's past the garbage disposal. So actually, what I had to do is, luckily, the way this house is set up, that on the other side of the wall outside, there's mm-hmm. an out. There's a out for the drain, or oh. for the for the piping. Yeah, but. It had moved past that too.
1: <laughs> now, I, I I probably speak for, you know, not just myself, but anybody
0: listening to this. What were you putting in your drain? Uh, this was, it wasn't actually me, but um, so there's like this packaged chicken thing, but it was all small little pieces and it went through the garbage disposal. But mm. the problem here is this house is, you know, it's haunted it's been, well, no, it's been here since 1964, and those are the original pipes. So, you know, 50, 60 years of just shit that right. slowly lines the pipes. The two-inch uh, pipe slowly becomes a one-inch pipe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like an artery. Yeah.
1: It's placked up.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Have you ever had to do that, un- un- unplug one of these things? It's, uh, I mean... It's disgusting business.
1: Right. Well, I mean, I just see the stuff that just comes out of just, you know, normal sink cleaning. I can imagine, you know, decades worth.
0: Well, let's just say that... Especially kitchen sinks. What happens to food in your gut... Right. ...is the exact same thing that happens to food in a pipe.
1: Well, yeah, because I think all, you know, depending on what you're putting down that sink, you know, you got acids going down there, citric acids, you know, you got all that stuff. So it's... I mean, I've vomited down my kitchen sink a few nights, so even you have some stomach acids
0: going down there. It happens. It's well, yeah, cool. and what what comes out doesn't look much different than what comes out of a human. Well, it definitely doesn't smell much different. Except, uh, <laughs> I will say this: uh, it's black. Like, yeah. So if you go to the if you go to the Instagram, you can see all, there's a. By the way, um, Lamb and I mentioned this on the last episode. We're using the Instagram at RandomBadassry. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually we said we don't need to say at symbol anymore. Right, right. R- random badassery all one word as visual aids for the show. So you can follow along.
1: Sometimes we'll be putting stuff up as we're going.
0: Yeah. It's going to be random. Yes. <laughs> but there will be stuff that we can point to in the show sometimes. I like if there's stuff I know that I'm going to talk about or might yeah. might talk about, I put stuff I have have our interns mm-hmm. put up stuff for us. But if you go to the last picture I posted, there's a device that I will go to in a go to in a minute. When you go to the second picture, you can see the black stuff that looks like pottery soil. That's pipe poop.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Looking at right now, all of both these things, uh the first picture and then the red thing and the second one all look like things you can put up your butt.
0: Yep. Well, the second thing is actually a pipe wrench, so I don't think you want to put a pipe wrench up your ass. Well, but you I mean. Could. Just-
1: Without zooming in, it just looks like a red know. dildo.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a and clamp on red up. dildo. <laughs> and That hose over there—I can go up your butt. And then there's that uh, suspicious-looking silt in the background. Yeah, yeah it looks but, like stuff. Not your butt. But uh, yeah, so you, so what you see—that's actually not a hose down there. That's actually a snake. Ah. So what I first I had to do—you, unfortunately, I didn't get the the pipe in the picture, but it's right behind. On the ground behind that pipe wrench, but it's about it's about two inches wide, so you open it up, you know you spin that out you got to use a pipe wrench because it's got a square head on it, and then you shove this snake in there, which is just a really really firm piece of wire, yeah, but it's about as thick as rebar. problem is is if so literally on the other side of that is the sink, so when you push in there you're pushing towards the sink, but pipe comes down and it goes at a right angle, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when it goes at a right angle, that's going out to sewage. That's where everything you put down your drain goes. Well, if your clog is not between where you are and the sink, there's no way to tell that little snake to go left, (laughs) to make a (laughs) 90-degree left turn. Um, There are some fancier ones that you can spin that you can try to trick it into going there. But I don't have that one. This one is... I mean, this was my grandfather, so it's probably... From nineteen yeah. nineteen fifty, yeah. um, something. So then I had to go get the butt plug that you see in the first picture. <sighs> I didn't save the package. I can't remember what the hell this thing's called, but this thing is incredible. So what you do with this thing is you stick that thing into the hole, and you just. <laughs> it's yeah, uh, there's yeah. so much so much uh, of plumbing. It's suspiciously like talking about. Well, I mean,
1: it is all. It, it is all plumbing. It is all plumbing, some way or the other.
0: Uh, but you don't. Nobody gets any pleasure out of playing with kitchen plumbing. Hey, man, don't keep shame. <laughs> Somebody, there's something out there for everybody. <laughs> this is not something you would want to put there. Once I tell you what it does. <laughs> so on the left end, where the bracket, you know, where the metal part is, obviously that screws onto the hose. Mm-hmm. The other end, there's a small hole, which mm-hmm. shoots out water. Mm-hmm. But the black part. So you shove this up as far as you can with the hose attached to it until you can't push it any further. And then you turn the hose on full power. Now what that that black thing does is it expands. Of course it does. Because you want that all the way up against the walls of the pipe.
1: Yeah, it gets engorged.
0: Yes. Now, if you did that inside of yourself, you would die. (laughs) Like a dog. But theoretically, this should stop water from coming back at you. So now you can send the full force of the hose down the pipe, and hopefully it pushes in my case, chicken to sewage. That's brilliant. Or, or one time we had uh, artichoke. Somebody put an artichoke in the disposal. Somebody was me, actually. Um, I was like, vegetables. It's a vegetable. It'll grind up. Yeah. No, yeah no. Just, just like potatoes. It's it's nothing but fiber. It's like putting rope down there. Yeah. Yeah, but this, whoever invented this thing, I don't know what the hell it's called. I know how to find it. <laughs> <laughs> in Home Depot because I went to buy it, but that thing is brilliant. I mean, we, I put it in there, turn on the hose, sat there for well, we'll say a minute and a half, and then all of a sudden the sound in in the the pipe is different. Yeah, I know yeah, you start getting a different tone, a little bit. Yeah, different something's theme. moving, and it's all good now. After, and that black stuff is just. The foulest shit ever. And it's if you look at my thumb in that picture, it's under my thumbnail. Oh,
1: yeah, no, yeah. The whole picture has a kind of like a
0: bluish uh, kind of weird tinge to it. Yeah, shit tinge. Yeah. Tinge of <laughs> shit. And, and it's just... It's... Oh, I didn't take it. I did take a picture, but I didn't put it up. But you see that silt in that second picture? Imagine yeah. that times... We'll say seven. Mm-hmm. That's how much came out. And when you wash that from there it doesn't dissipate. So you're just moving that black slowly from one place to another. And then you hope that it dries out in the sun and you can move it again. It's a lot of fun. Everybody should clog their drains right now. Mm -hmm. Don't don't call me. This is
1: why you keep up with pipe maintenance. Mm.
0: The best part about that little butt plug thing though, is it's only 12 bucks. Oh, $12 to solve a very, very difficult problem. Like you
1: go to one of those specialty uh, bathhouses; it'll cost you way more than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: you'll go home with hemorrhages and everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's funny how, like, almost seems like every time that you know we record, like the the day leading up to it, some type of conversation I have kind of oddly ties in, whether it's directly or just kind of, you know, um, jokingly directly. Um, we're just having a conversation today about uh, bidets and oh. um, the magic of the bidet, but also to the uh, the fear of the bidet um, because of the you know the the chance for mess.
0: Like there's an opportunity for you to <laughs> misguide. Wait, wait before you go any further, tell people who don't know what a bidet is what a bidet is. Bidet is pretty much it's uh,
1: like if you took the bowl of the toilet and then stuck a power washer hose right in the middle of it in the bottom. And pointed at your bottom, um, and it's you know we're trying to figure out if the the order is you know do you okay you poop and then do you wipe a day and then wipe again because that's now you're just adding in more toilet paper and that's just wasteful or do you poop and then do you try to you know power wash everything off and then just a little you know dry off with the a little pat pat um, or like what's 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 the right way to do it? Because I've never used one.
0: I think it's and, I think it's wash and then
1: dab. Okay. That makes that makes sense to me. Um you might have drip dry in there. <laughs> but it's like, you know, I <laughs> I can see I can see the uh wanting to like kind of do a, a a prime wipe first. You know, it's like rinsing off the dishes before you put them in the dishwasher. Right. Um because like what if you got a really bad one and it's like there's a lot to do down there? It's like you want to kind of like my conservant water, my conservant toilet paper. Which one's more important right now?
0: Yeah, I think um, you don't want to think of the the bidet so much as a as a dishwasher, so much as a power washer. Right. You don't wash yeah. the driveway before you turn on the power washer. Which you is, just turn on the power washer. Which is my point
1: of you know, there's a, a huge margin for error on a bidet um, because you uh, you know if you're not used to it or you're not positioned right, you have a chance of walking out of the bathroom
0: soaked. Well, having, I've only used one once. And when I was in, in France, of course, mm-hmm. where they're very popular, right. um, it's not as strong as you think it is. It's well, I just, my somewhere my... between a power washer and a water fountain. Well,
1: because, I'm not talking so much as far as like, you know, uh, like the intensity and the power behind but my first introduction to a bidet uh, was growing up and watching Crocodile Dundee. And when he comes to New York for the first time and he's left in his apartment or his, uh, you know, I guess it's his apartment, his little hotel room apartment for the first time and he's kind of poking around and he gets to the bathroom and he sees what looks like two toilets and he starts playing with the nozzle and all of a sudden this stream of water like a water fountain just starts <laughs> going higher and higher like over his head. Yeah. And it's like, you have to... I mean, are you sitting there like kind of gazing down between your legs while you're doing it trying to like, you know... I think your eyes are usually curling back because it feels... Well, good. that's the other thing that came up in conversation was like, it's the fear of like, is it going to tickle a lot? I'm like, well, have you ever used a, you know...
0: What's the worst th- going to happen? You shit yourself?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, well, that's the other thing. is is What does the bidet have its own like built-in toilets that like, what if you poop into the bidet?
0: Well, it has... You know, yeah, is there, well,
1: is there, is there a, like a big enough... Is the it, bidet it, is like a...
0: The bidet is... Some, sometimes the bidet is part of the toilet. It's the same thing sometimes.
1: Nowadays, I think that would make sense where people like add in, you know, I think they make those where it's like a... Um,
0: but it does have a drain.
1: Well, but I mean... It's just a we're talking smaller traditional, hole. Bidet. traditional bidet. Is it equipped and set up? It's like, hey, we're not meant for this. Get this out of here. You're supposed to do that in fucking
0: Charlie next door. Um, so I'm it's, wondering... It's, it's got holes like... Um, it's just got a smaller hole. I mean, it's really in a lot of ways, it's like a water fountain. Right. But so as I'm
1: saying, if you pooped into the bidet, are you in trouble?
0: I mean, is, is that there more anything, of a,
1: is that is that more work? Because like, if it's not equipped to take a poop and to you know,
0: you know, I'm not positive. Yeah, but this this would know. be the one time where like if we actually like asked people to send us in things. Please explain to me. Because you know please please send Tom on his Instagram, not on the random
1: <laughs> Your experiences is with
0: me all of your bidet bidet, info. Everything you know about bidets. Um I feel like there should we should be able to make up a fake word between like accident and the word bidet. I just can't put it together yet. Like hmm. bid accident, no. No. Nah.
1: I'll look it up. I'll the diarrhea. Oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, that's a stretch. Um, it is a stretch. Let's see here. But uh, no, because I was trying to say, if like, you've never used one, the closest thing I could get to, because I mean, I, I feel like my whole, um, you know, claiming I haven't used one or not, I, I'm aware of what the sensation would be. I have a detachable shower head that I can change to like, you know, because it's like, oh, no, it's one stream. Well, I can change it to where it's one stream. And then it's, you know, kind of the same idea it's the same kind of sensation it's the same kind of uh, process and outcome um but i just feel like the the sitting there still fully clothed and the danger of one wrong move and i got a big soak streak going up my back or uh, you know <laughs> I, but I it think... turns out apparently there's uh shower heads that i wasn't aware of that have like hose attachments for home uh enema usage no kidding apparently and now I, it's nice that you were shocked by this as well, because now we're not alone.
0: I mean, n- not to uh, terrify everybody, but let's go further into this poop conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've I've only done uh, I've never done an enema. Neither have I. I'm so curious though, because um, number one, I mean, obviously, like, yeah, you want to clean something every once in a while, like like your pipes. Yeah, it's a little a little strange, you know, like, yeah, once the pipe, two-inch pipe becomes a one-inch pipe after yeah. years of non-maintenance, I'm sure it's the same in the human body. I'm sure that's why my gut is always so bloated. My pipes are clogged up. Mm. I need to get cleaned out. Maybe maybe we should give you like an assignment, like for the week. You need to go and you need to have an animal. <laughs> 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 and then report back.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I can it's squeeze like, that homework. in this week, but it's possible. <laughs>
0: Uh, those, those, those would be if, the, if this was our full-time job. Those would be the type of things that we would do. Like, all right, this week Tom gets an enema. Mm. <laughs> Tune in next week for the exciting conclusion to Tom gets colonic. <laughs> Actually, so I, just... I don't know what the difference between those two is. Do, are are do you colonic and enema? Um,
1: what? Well, I'm. Uh, I don't. I don't know the 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 the. the... The dictionary definition of the two. No, I'm sorry. I'm going to look that up right now. After I've already searched, can you poop in a bidet?
0: I hope you're not using Google.
1: Uh, it's uh, Safari. So Apple, Google. No, it's Google.
0: Uh, they're, they're tracking you. They know all about your poop problems now. And probably the camera is probably looking at me. That's why I switched all my Safari stuff to DuckDuckGo like, nobody needs to know the weird shit that I search, usually for this show, by the way. Hey, I guarantee you there's
1: people out there searching much weirder shit than me wondering. Yes, but I don't
0: want them to know else? the weird shit I'm searching. I don't care about everybody else. But I don't do enough for <laughs> any of this stuff to matter to these people. Like, they're not That's what you think. But you're probably like the prime target for them because they're like, how do we get him?
1: They're not going to get me. It's not going to work. Do we it's not going get... to happen.
0: They don't know that. They don't know that. Yeah, I don't know. You might know that, but they don't know that. How do we get him to switch to an Android phone?
1: Mm. It's not going to happen. Make the interface just like an
0: iPhone and then... And make Apple make it. (laughs) Yeah. Have (laughs) Apple make the (laughs) cut. Like, how can we get him to use an Android phone? If we had Apple make the phone, I think he might buy it. Okay, so here we
1: go. Enemas, dun,
0: dun,
1: dun. enemas involve a one-time infusion of water into the colon. By contrast, colonics, also known as colonic hydrotherapy or irrigation, involve multiple infusions. What's more, the main objective of an enema is to evacuate the lower colon, while colonics oh. are meant to clean uh, cleanse a larger portion of the bowel. Ooh. That's what I thought. It was a depth
0: thing. So it's like colonics is kind of like... Uh... It's like an exercise, or, you know, it's like jazzercise. Like, I got to go in for my colonic this week. Whereas, anima, you're like, got a problem. Anima's like calling a plumber. Yeah. Anima's just a,
1: you know, oh, there's a, a hair, you know, hairball built up on the top, you know, by the little dropper stopper. You pull that out and you get that yourself. Colonic, you got to go in and see a trainer.
0: Clonic is like having somebody go in and like it's like having your chimney cleaned. It's like yeah, seeing the seeing the uh <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Chim- I mean
1: these are all great, you know, comparisons because the same thing happens to a chimney, you know. Yeah, that, you and that
0: black chimney. stuff that came out today looked a lot of what like what comes out of the chimney.
1: And when you don't clean out your chimney and that buildup happens and that, you know, four foot wide chimney turns into a two foot wide chimney, that stuff's all flammable, and that shit'll burn your house down.
0: You know, it's ironic that we start a show talking about shit when I'm pretty sure most of our audience, and there's a, at least 70% of our audience is female. <laughs> so they probably <laughs> all just went, nope. Like, here's dudes talking about poop again. Wonderful. <laughs> Who do you think I was talking about poop with earlier? Dudes? Nope. Really? Yeah. Was it your thought, Tiana? <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, see, that's the one thing about having the Instagram thing where I'm like,
1: hmm. Yeah, you got to go and see that. If you haven't gone checked out, then you don't understand what Chad's talking about.
0: You gotta well, go one of it. the things for me that's entertaining, by the way, um, it's posts from all three of us that the interns put up for us. Yes. Um, so sometimes I have to guess. I'm like, was that Lamb or Tom that put that, 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 that first post pertains to? That one I'm, I know was you. Obviously that came from me. Yeah.
1: But yeah, and there's if no one knows wants to know what it is that we are referring to and doesn't have your Instagram handy or your phone uh glued to your face.
0: Tough uh, shit. No, just kidding.
1: <laughs> back with the shit
0: again. Uh, oh, damn
1: it. Let's see.
0: Okay, let me pull it up real quick. I have it in front of me. Um oh,
1: yeah.
0: I need a girl who I can have an intelligent conversation with. Thought, Tiana. T-O-U-G-H-T-I-N-A. Yes. I like thoughts and i a n a sorry i n a
1: yeah yeah man that's that's where it's all at
0: that's that it down with I liked that one I was like ah did you search for that or did you type that up yourself that was sent to me interesting so this this thing is it's it's becoming a meme beyond a meme
1: yeah except for me it's all coming from the same person the same
0: ah <laughs> uh, Okay. It's your your Thought Tiana source. <laughs> yeah.
1: I got a source in the streets. that's keeping me tapped in.
0: To, your Thought Tiana dealer. To,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So back to the bidet thing, since I have it up here in front of me. Uh, the question is, can you poop in a bidet? And the answer is yes and no. If you have a toilet seat bidet, then yes, because it's a, it's sitting atop a toilet bowl that's capable of flushing your poop but if it's a standalone bidet, like the one that we've been talking about, like the one that they feature in uh, uh, Crocodile Indeed that did not get acting credits, um, then please don't defecate or pee and throw your tissue in it.
0: I.e., kind of like, don't shit in the shower.
1: Right, unless you're like Kramer and you have a garbage disposal in your shower drain. Um, So I was correct in saying that a a classic... um, bidet is not uh, equipped to be pooped in. So if you're not ready to be bidet
0: um, If you don't want your shit well, splashing up against you...
1: Well, just you sit a little bit longer in the prepared. toilet. Just, you know, make sure everything... Relax. Let everything out before you get to... Because... I guess then you want to make sure you don't bidet too deep then. Exactly. You know, it's like if you if you are too relaxed and, you know, uh, the gates are open and, you know, you just kind of... You're letting that that stream of uh, of cleanser coming at you, it's going to do something that you're not
0: prepared to handle. You'll end up spending your evening like I did with a garden hose, <laughs> spraying black silts across tile. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: but it's your bathroom tile, this situation. They have a outside cleanser uh, port. Uh, do you sit on a bidet? A bidet is intended to help you wash and clean up after using the toilet but the fixture is not an actual toilet some use a bidet without toilet paper some use toilet paper and the bidet oh. and
0: some
1: use the bidet and then dry off with a towel
0: hmm. oh i don't want to be the person who watches the towel
1: to straddle or sit on the bidet this is all very useful information and
0: straddling sounds more comfortable than sitting on it well i mean there's not a seat you know there's no yeah that's right
1: there's no cheek support. It's just like if you took a toilet. If someone doesn't, anybody listening has not seen a bidet.
0: We're gonna have to put a picture of the bidet up.
1: I'm, I've, got some, I've got some. I've got some. I've got some awesome animations here in front of me of a crash test dummy sitting on a bidet backwards.
0: How the hell do you spell bidet? By the way,
1: b i d e t. Bidet. bidet. Oh yeah. Step Sorry. one: Always use the toilet before you use the bidet bidet is intended to help you wash and clean up after using the toilet, but the fixture is not an actual toilet. Some use bidet, blah, blah, blah. I already read this. Step two, straddle or sit the bidet. With bidets that are standalone fixtures, you have a choice of either facing towards the controls, so facing the wall like a urinal uh, for the water, or facing away from the controls similar to sitting on a toilet. When you actually face the controls on the bidet, it is easier to turn the jets on and
0: off. Makes Imagine sense. that.
1: It's like you know, sitting on a little little car, and you get your little uh, twisties, and or sitting at the you yeah, know, odometer. The, the helm, yeah, you're at the helm of you know
0: the Star Trek Enterprise. Um, uh, that's the first time Star Trek's come up an episode with you and I.
1: Yeah, and I just want right, to point that out. In the- I am aware it's not the Star Trek Enterprise. It's, you know, Star Trek's Enterprise, Starship Enterprise. I'm yeah, yeah. I'm reading about bidets, okay? My mind's focused on something.
0: Get them. back to the shit, for God's sake. But that's what actually, they really want the to
1: know. If on the bidet, it is <laughs> easier to turn the jets on and off or make adjustments in the way. Yeah, because otherwise, you're sitting there trying to reach behind you, trying to do a weird twist and backhand. It's, yeah, that's
0: yeah, and what if you turn it up instead of turning it down? Yeah, no, no, no.
1: Now, this is where it comes in because, yeah, if you're facing this way, it, mind you, remember it's designed like a toilet. So you have the bowl comes out and then towards the back end, if you're facing the wall, you got uh, the, you know, the drain part, the bottom, the base of it, get in the way of your pants. So if you have pants on, you may need to remove them before you can straddle the bidet properly.
0: Mm. That's like yeah. uh, the, the toilets where you have to stand, the squatting toilets. They advise you just take off your pants. Right. Are talking about I squatty don't... potties or are
1: they just the holes in the ground? like in
0: The uh, holes in the ground. Like, in, yeah, yeah. for me, it was in Bosnia. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, because uh, it's very easy to accidentally poop in your miss, pants. Yeah, miss miss the hole and drop it yeah. right into the crotch right, of your right, pants.
1: Right where you started. <laughs> With the various models and bidet configurations, you will need to look at the bidet being used in order to determine the proper straddle or sitting position. Yeah, because I could definitely see that be an issue. But also, too, you got to wonder... Well, I guess any place that's going to have a toilet bidet, it's going to be in like a kind of, it's not going to be in an open, it's not, they're out there, they're not out there like urinals. So it's like kind of awkward to be in a public place and you're just dropping trowel, taking them off, hanging them over
0: the, uh, the towel rack. Uh, Well, I guess maybe if it's, if it's a culture where that happens all the time, maybe it's not a big deal. I guess, you know, like the, the place where I was talking about with the, with the hole in the floor. Right. Um, by the way, it's not just a hole in the floor. There's handles, guys. So you basically.
1: Place little uh, outlines for your feet.
0: Yeah, so you basically you're doing like a back arch, sort of. But uh, it's it's like a stall, but the doors and everything. Sorry, it's not like a stall. A stall is exactly what we have in bathrooms here. It's like um, like a changing room. It's like that size, um, at least the ones that I was in. There, it's 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 bigger, and there's a hook for your clothes. And then the doors go all the way to the top and all the way down to the bottom. So you're like completely isolated.
1: Hmm.
0: Poo privacy.
1: Well, I mean, that's what we all want. I think we all strive for that.
0: You know what one of my biggest pet peeves is to take a little steer away from poo, but um, kind of similar. Uh, I hate when people try to talk to me when I'm in the bathroom. I uh, hate it.
1: What And what exactly...
0: Like if I'm in so my house and totally I'm sitting scenario. on the toilet, and somebody tries to talk to me through the door, is, why who do that?
1: Huh? Why, who who does that? Who do family that?
0: members? Oh, I
1: guess I guess that makes. I mean, for it's me, a pet it's, peeve. Yeah, uh, it's,
0: yeah. I feel like if you have the one place where you can be left alone, <laughs> it's on the toilet. <laughs> I feel like it's
1: it's you know if it's uh, if they go out of their way knowing that you're. Sitting there taking a dump or in the bathroom and they're just still continuing but if it's like they don't know where you're at and it's uh it's good right. and you answer them or they start talking and you answer them. they're
0: like oh oh where are you Oh, you're in the bathroom okay no I'll talk to you, when you come out yeah like, see that's how oh, I would yeah. be I'd be like oh sorry but some people will be like, oh okay and then they'll keep talking just Walk like, up and lean against you know, the I'm, door I'm doing something that does really require a little bit of effort here <laughs> yeah. and you might hear some things you weren't prepared to hear and i'm I'm also reading. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't do all this at once, man. Yeah. Well, well, oh, you know we're gonna go to the. I don't care. I honestly be, I'm and, busy. until the moment I leave this room, I don't care about anything. Yeah, I don't care what you guys. Nothing outside. This. I'm in my own universe. Nothing else exists around me right now. That's why you know, like they they talk about uh, all these um, soundproofing this and soundproof. How come no one ever's ever you know like they have deodorants for smells in bathrooms. How come no one's ever come up with like a a sound deodorizer, you know, for the bathroom. Like it it's it just uh, certain sounds between these frequencies you can't hear in a bathroom. Are you talking about shit disguise?
1: For the, for the people outside the bathroom, right?
0: No, in public bathrooms I mean. Um mm-hmm. like if you went into a public bathroom, you know they usually have those little white boxes that spray yeah. shit in the to make it so, spell. Yeah. Every so, in so often scrubs.
1: there's a yeah there's an uh Spritzes, you, you know, know some... deodorizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. But somebody should invent a little unit like that that can analyze sound and go, "Ooh, that tone right there. That's that's a tone that that nobody wants to hear." That yeah. padunk sound. Yeah, let's just find a way to block that out. That would by... have to. That would only no. have to like
1: be. The bathroom would have to have those like floor to ceiling, like you know, closet
0: stalls, not the ones that are open top, open bottom. Your no, traditional... but I'm saying by like releasing a tone that cancels it out. You know, like the when I don't know you, if that's
1: possible, man.
0: I well, I'm not positive, but I'm what I'm saying is, why hasn't anybody invested money into discovering how to make that possible?
1: The only thing I could think of in today's you know realm of reality and things that are actual uh, in existence is you just as you walk in the bathroom, there's a hole. You check out some sanitized uh, noise canceling headphones. Hmm. Pop those some bitches on. Go into your business. There might even be some, you know, some. Pleasant music, lightly playing in the background. Oh, what's that?
0: And see, that would Ring. work for men because we don't we don't have social time in the bathroom. Um, right, chit chatting. And no, I, you're in obviously, we're we're stereotyping here, but uh, for the most part, from what I understand, women like to talk in the bathroom. Yeah. Not Many all times, women, obviously, but some some women.
1: Yeah, for all of my time spent hiding in women's bathrooms, I mean, um, having been told about women's bathrooms. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what happens to me though? That you know. I try to hold on, you know, it's like... No more commonplace is there for a a random dude to want to strike up a conversation with me about my goddamn beard than in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) And I can always see it coming. I can always feel it coming. I always know when it's coming. And it usually happens at the sink. Because like, you know, say I'm in there first, you know, and I get in there and they like catch i don't know what it is i don't know why the beard is still such a thing that people are like oh my god what is that did you see that oh my god look at that it's like it's hair okay people have been having beards for centuries since the beginning of time god has a beard apparently according to some people it's just the thing it happens it's not a unicorn and it always starts probably with the same sentence sweet beard dude something along those lines but it starts with the look I can feel him eyeballing me.
0: (laughs) It's like getting picked up on, but not getting picked up. you know, and it's like, and I never ever have
1: any of these situations ever made me feel like, oh, this guy's like, you know, I'm in. So it's always, I know this guy wants to talk about my beard right now. And I just like face down looking at the sink, washing my hands. I can see it like in my periphery in the mirror. He's, keeps kind of doing the head quick turn over looking and then the moment like either my eyes raise up not even towards him just up in the level where okay now he's primed to look in my general it's oh man amazing beard oh sweet beard bro oh nice it's like thanks (laughs) just you know it's just in here but there's at least five guys behind us with their pants down I'm not into this right now this is not a conversation I want to be having I don't socialize and talk to strangers in the bathroom that's not something I do I don't care what
0: it is about what's with the guys I've noticed this recently the guys who don't understand the don't talk at the urinal rule it's like this unspoken thing that everybody understands but then you get the guy next to you like hey man blah 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 I'm like dude no (laughs) hell of a game huh, (laughs) sir we're at uh, safely yeah. Yeah, we are in uh Red Robin right now. No game. What game are you playing? <laughs> Obviously you're playing the talk to me while I touch my PP game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that game. That's <laughs> when so you just pee on his shoe. Oh, what was that? What was that uh Jack Nicholson movie where he pissed on the Wolf. guy's shoe in the bathroom? Yep. Just yeah. mark my territory.
1: Hands on his hips, kind of doing a little slow uh like uh uh, sprinkler action you know just kind of spanning scanning sweeping just put it all over how the fuck did they get him to do that movie <laughs> uh, well it is jack nicholson i mean like jack we have a
0: bunch of cocaine okay, pretty much i think that's yeah well if you put it that way <laughs> <laughs> you had me at cocaine <laughs> You had me at Jack. <laughs> Every time somebody says my name, it's followed by "We have cocaine." I ain't got Jack. He became more Southern with my accent, right there. Yeah, suddenly it's uh, the Colonel. He has an interesting accent because it it does like almost become Southern, but it's not. Yeah, it's he's just got some of that unique uh, to it, yeah. like that. I don't know what you call that. It's not twang, but it's like he's his own kind of guy. Yeah, he's he's Jack. What is he like? Nine hundred and seven now.
1: Yeah, I mean, and he doesn't um, he doesn't do anything anymore because uh, I think from what I remember reading, he uh, was losing confidence in his ability to like remember and uh, just perform in general. So he doesn't mm-hmm. uh, take on new projects. I think it was the last thing he did. I don't think departed was the last thing he did. But oh, he's eighty two. Oh
0: well, fuck me! Damn, damn. Oh, well, let's see. I don't want to. Um, yeah, I can't tell. Let's say if I can see the the last movie he did with a quick glance and not have to read the page, then I would tell you. But I, <laughs> it's too much work. I just don't want. I don't want. Where's these accents coming from? I, I, I do. I do Southern doing accents a lot. Anybody from the South probably thinks I'm a fucking asshole. Gonna smack
1: you the next time they see you.
0: You know what I was thinking of? Um, I was at. Uh, I was out, out of lunch and there's these guys at the table next to me. And I was thinking, like, sometimes, you know, when you, when you do like a dumb character, sometimes you slip into like a Southern accent like that. But then there's the, there's one accent that nobody seems to do very often, but it's probably the, the dumbest if you could do it right. And I don't know. I'm not going to try to do it right now because I haven't practiced this one yet. But I was listening to this guy and like, this guy was the epitome of it. It's the, California guy but not the surfer dude. See, people will go to surfer dude with this and it's not surfer dude, mm-hmm. it's the California guy that talks at full volume mm-hmm. and um talks about inappropriate things really loudly. Okay. Yeah. And uh let me see if I I'll, I'll try right now. Um let me pull back from the microphone. Yeah, yeah, don't blow us out. Yeah, dude, dudes. So, like we were just, you know, like my my sister. She just loves that shit. She watches it all the time. She's she's like really into that shit. And then I got I got uh, my car, and I was like, let's go, man. You know, like fuck that, that accent. Yeah, I get you. You know that guy.
1: I would see them every day yeah. downtown.
0: They, are, oh, they're the guys, like the guys in the video that you had on your, uh, one of your stories. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. The, the, and there's another one today. Hmm. There was a, the, a part two. They won't two be able to that. see it, so you have to describe it to them. Right. No, I can pull it up. There was part two, and it's another fight downtown posted on the same page. Um, and it's, uh, it's a radio show down in LA. They used to be up here in the Bay Area, which I, when they That's were Woody. here.
0: That's, uh, Menace.
1: Yeah. Um, the Woody show. Up here, they were on, uh. Uh, mornings, you know, Woody, Tony, and Ravi. Um, so I did a spot on their show once. It was fun. Um, let's see, pull it up real quick—the Woody show. But it's you know, they keep—they always will post stuff. You know, LA area. They'll put Bay Area news stuff. Um, I guess just because they uh, you know are still tied to the area.
0: Yeah. For while you're looking for that, I'm, I'm going to explain something yeah. to our non calif even our non-Bay Area listeners which is like 90% of our audience. So in the Bay Area, specifically in San Jose, we have what are called by some people, douche bros. Mm. <laughs> These are douchey guys um, who like to go out. Um, you you probably have a version of them wherever you live. They like to go out in um, packs, get in fights, try to get laid. Mostly get in fights. Yeah, that's mostly all they go up for is just to start shit. I and think if so, they don't get laid, they just decide, okay, let's fight them.
1: I don't even... I mean, I feel like it's... Being the douche bro is kind of goal number one. Like, that's what they're going out for.
0: Yeah, they're usually... Like, they look like they work out at the gym. They're usually in fairly good shape. Mm-hmm. Their t-shirt's usually a little too tight. <sighs> nice one. That was... Um, that was cherry flavor... Cherry lime lacroix. Oh,
1: Mr. Highbrow.
0: Yes, it's it's, fantastic.
1: Okay, so video one is on a uh, very well-known street, just out in front of a uh, very popular um, little, you know, uh, nightclub. Yeah, nightlife spot. Um, I don't care for it, Um, but anyway,
0: it's It's because it's full of douchebros. But
1: right, and it's just a fight outside in the street you know, right up next to the uh, bacon wrapped hot dog fella. Um, and it's multiple, you know, it's like, a, I, I can't really discern the, it looks like one group fighting two dudes. Um,
0: yeah, it's really hard to tell
1: who belongs to who. <laughs> um, let me pull it up and get some audio. And apparently there's, uh who's he looking for? Juan, I think it is. So he keeps looking for...
0: I didn't listen with sound.
1: Yeah. So the guy recording it just Juan! one One. Now right now there's two dudes punching on one dude. And then he just got slammed to the Juan. ground. And Juan. the other guy's Juan. doing like hammer fists. One, where you at? Juan? Where you at one? No. One dude Juan. Gets, oh hammer fist. Oh. Another dude comes out of nowhere. He's involved now. Now it's like six,
0: there's also a guy like jumping around like he's a little frog. Biggest tragedy of this is that there's a lime scooter
1: knocked down on the ground right in the middle of all this.
0: Is there a way to post this on, on our Instagram?
1: One, I might be able to, but um, let me get you to the second one. So this one was posted today and it's continued search for Juan. one.
0: And it's one part,
1: part two? This is girls fighting. Girls <laughs> hey, hey, hey. oh so to the ground. Three girls taking to the ground right now.
0: Maybe one's the bouncer. Yeah, so that's that's you know that's that's San Jose to San Jose, you know that's why
1: <laughs> I. Loved, ever want to come visit? <laughs> I loved working downtown. I loved it <laughs> on a, every day of my life spent downtown dealing with these drunks and these just inconsiderate human beings that just don't know how to behave.
0: You know what I think about is we just had it uh, last week or the week before. Is every year Apple has their WWDC, the developer conference? Yes. So all these developers and programmers come from all around the world. Now, they used to go to San Francisco. Now they come to San Jose because yeah. of Apple's new campus and all that. Yeah. Um, they do it at the convention center. So for a week, all of these people from around the world are hanging out in downtown San Jose. Yeah. And all I want to do is put up signs and go, I know the conference is down here, but when you hang out, leave downtown. Because you will never like San Jose if you yeah. stay there. I guess As long
1: as, you know, but there's, there's areas, you know, where, you know, the powers of be are trying to uh, kind of create little safe havens, you know, little, Nirvanas right. and it kind of works, but these kind of, you know, douche bros, they show up no matter what. I yeah. Mean, Cause they're, I mean, downtown's not that big. No, I mean, they're going to find it, you know, it's like any place that's nice and has something decent to offer, they're going to show up and they're going to find it and they're going to fuck it up, you know, because that's just what they do. And yeah, I'm not going to say
0: the name of the bar, but there was... This is not downtown. There was oh, yeah. another bar in San Jose. Actually, this happened to two bars that I know of. There was a really cool little place. We used to go there and like, hey, everybody here is really nice. And then all of a sudden, the douche bros found it. And it just... I'm like, I never want to come here again. Mm-hmm. It just it becomes a different place where, where you bump in. See, what happens, for people who don't know this, um, what happens if you're not a douche bro and you're in a douche bro place, maybe you're walking through with your drink and you bump into somebody. 90% chance you just started a fight. <laughs> yeah. Even though you probably spilled your own drink. Right. So it's just not fun.
1: It's like if you ever saw a sausage party, the douche. It's pretty much that. You want a GoPro? I still haven't seen that.
0: Is it actually oh, good?
1: My. Okay. If sausage party, it was, I mean, from the movie poster, like you get kind of an idea of what is in store. Like, okay, there's going to be a lot of, and who's involved with it. Like you're going to get some, some gutter humor, some, you know, um,
0: some naughtiness. Yeah. It's like Euro trip and, uh, American pie type stuff, right? Yeah.
1: You know, and then, uh, the previews, I thought, hey, this is this is funny, you know, because it, it kind of makes sense. You know, it's like, oh, the baby carrots are getting chomped up and the hot dogs are freaking out. They're just children. Like, that's funny stuff, all right. It doesn't take or require a lot of thinking, you know. It's just it's simple minded humor. You can just turn off and just go with the flow of it. Now, I'm watching this movie and I'm like, all right, I get the story, what's happening on here, and it like gets to us, you know it, it's a constant uh kind of how dirty or how kind of like holy shit kind of reaction can we get out of someone for this this is and it 's going throughout the whole movie. The end of the movie I was not prepared for
0: mm. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> that's, that's that should have just been the tagline for the movie. <laughs> I think that would probably sell the movie more, but like the end of this movie I was not prepared for.
1: It lit, like cause it, cause it it truly was one of those things where it popped up and it started going and it was like I I kind of
0: sat up watching it like holy shit what the fuck is happening kind of um, like the the nude wrestling in uh, was that Borat no was it Bo- was it Borat
1: it was or one the... I, I watched yeah it one of Bruno. those movies. yeah those movies I don't care for I've I've watched them and
0: I liked Oleg I I'm not really I couldn't into handle him I couldn't yeah. handle that it's not my kind of you know. I liked Oli because G because the first time I ever saw him, I saw him interviewing Newt Ginrick <laughs> and I, tell me you wouldn't worship the person that got away with getting that interview because how the hell did he get that interview? It's no, yeah. so
1: good. Yeah, no, that, you know, I, I give him credit for what he does. I get him, you know, but I, for me, it just, I'm not discounting his, you know, his intelligence and his humor and his uh, creative, you know, um, he's a madman. No, he is, yeah. For his, you know, what he handles and what he um, manages to create and, you know, his own, just how his brain works is is awesome. But for me, that's not the kind of, I can't watch it because it makes me uncomfortable because I get uncomfortable for people. Oh, me too. When I'm watching things where someone, you know, like I can watch Jackass. I can do that all day. That stuff's fine.
0: Yeah. I know what you mean about that uncomfortable thing, though.
1: Yeah, you know, he, because he's, he's doing stuff and the other people aren't aware of what's going on, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, yeah.
0: I, I like suspense my... sometimes. Whereas I'm like, this is too suspenseful and I'll turn it off. It doesn't mean I won't finish the movie, but I'll turn it off and I'll go do something else to like <laughs> alleviate the stress and then come back. Like um, there's that Netflix show, which by the way is a fantastic show. Um, Dead to me. It's, um, Christina Applegate from Married with Children and uh, Linda Cardellini. Um, You knew who that is? Mm, Not by name. She was Velma in the Scooby-Doo movies. Um, She was Hawkeye's wife in the Avengers movies. Uh. And she was the lead on Freaks and Geeks. Linda Cardellini. Lindsay. She was Lindsay on Freaks and Geeks. So she was like that whole... Jed Yeah. Seth um, yeah. yeah. Rogen, Jason Segel crew. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, beautiful, beautiful woman, who is from the Bay Area, by the way. Um. Uh, I think she went to, Midi. Redwood City. I think she went to Mitty. Um. Anyhow, that that show, I can't really tell you why, because I would be ruining kind of the premise of the show. Mm-hmm. But there are things that happen in that show where. One person knows something that the other person doesn't. <laughs> and it's such a good show, but I'll watch an episode and I'm like, okay, I'll be back in a week. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like I need to forget about what's going on in the show. You know, like the last time I watched it was like a month ago. It's like I needed that much of a break. It's a comedy, right? It's a dark comedy. Okay. Um, which is also what makes it good. And the two of them are so fucking good. They're so natural. There's part where they're like at this like um, grief, you know, like meeting for people going through grief. Yeah, yeah, it's a count, uh, uh, support group. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was looking for. Um, and I can't remember what happens, but something. Oh, I know what it is. The the guy leading the group says something like kind of totally inappropriate mm, about like about like pushing his like pushing someone down the stairs or something. Mm-hmm. And the two of them look at each other from across the circle, and I swear to God, like I don't know if it was. Ad lib, you know, we were talking about with um with uh, Jennifer Jason Lee's response to the guitar smashing. Yeah, yeah. Like it's so I was like, Oh my god, that's the most uh, genuine response I've ever seen. And you're like, Well, cause it was. Yeah. Well, they're the way that they look at each other in the scene is so real. Like they weren't it, expecting it. Yeah, and there's like no dialogue at that point or whatever, but it made me laugh so hard that I watched the just them looking at each other. Like four times, I would rewind and watch it again because it's like being around people. You know, like when, in real life, when you're around somebody laughing hysterically, yeah. you start to laugh. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. And but, anyways, the back to what I was saying about the show. But yeah, it just gets so intense where I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> like I, I, I've, I can feel it like in my in my skin. I'm like, okay, I'll be back. I'll I guess, be back, show. Uh, the, that kind of thing.
1: I can handle because it's a scripted thing, you know, I can handle scripted stuff with,
0: you know, Mm.
1: people being, you know, made to, you know, be made uncomfortable or, you know, but it's like, if, if the person is unaware of what's happening, you know, like, so there's people like in the Borat movies, um, the Sacha Baron Cohen stuff where, um, or any of the movies of that style or shows of that style where like a prank is being played on someone, like even like in practical jokers, like I'll watch that sometimes, but even still like, if they're going, it's a, I think it's on true tv um oh it's, it's like a reality four. show it's yeah these four dudes that um go out and um they're like four best friends and they just uh you know th- uh, three of them will kind of go back into like a little um uh, like staging area with like a microphone and all that and the other person has an earpiece and he's out in public and they make them do like horribly hmm. embarrassing stuff so it's like punked almost. Yeah, and they get it, and they they're dared to do it. And if um they don't do it, then you know they don't get the points, whatever. So it's like a competition between oh, the four okay. of them. And then by the end of the show, whoever has you know the most and who has like succeeded in all of the ridiculous dares, um whoever has the least points,
0: they have to do like the most embarrassing thing out of all of the ones done in that episode. So in a way, it's like a game show version of like Tom Green's old show, where he would just do the yeah. Yeah. And that he guy was, was... Speaking of someone who was nuts, that guy was yeah, fucking... Exactly. Yeah. Remember when he would interviewed people with dog shit on the microphone? Yeah. <laughs> and it was real dog shit. <laughs> and he'd keep pushing it closer keep to their slowly, face.
1: Slowly, with the dead... That just look on his face of just,
0: you know... And pinning them mouth, against the wall mouth, where mouth they can't breathing. run away. <laughs> yeah.
1: Daddy, would yeah, you enough. like some sausage? That kind of stuff. You know, like that might've been part of where it stemmed from. Like, you know, cause mm. I remember watching that show and kind of being like, all oh, right, this is good. It's funny. I'm laughing at this. Uh, I can't watch this right now. But like, I think the first time I really was like, I can't handle this shit is the American Idol uh, audition shows.
0: Oh yeah. I don't. Because when those, cause you know, like I said, that's just you know, like literally to make fun of people. I'm not
1: cool with that. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's like, I can embarrass four people and I see these people go on there and you know, some of them just genuinely think that they're amazing singers they don't and then it's edited you no know, edited in a way where it's you know amplifying how bad they are and just kind of like not giving anything more to who they are or what their story is or what they're trying to do just them like ah! you know like off key and just being ridiculous and over the top and then you cut to the reaction of the judges that are just like oh my god this is disgusting this
0: is horrible you know i can't handle that stuff because that's why i love when those people, there are certain people that will get up, and they get judged. Like, oh, this person's going to suck, and they, you know, like I don't watch these shows, but these clips will will yes oh, yeah. the the one that I always refer to is Susan Boyle because yeah. she was like a overweight kind of housewife. Well, not like severely overweight, but well, yeah, she like didn't like follow housewife. the of
1: what we talked about last you know time where it was like, oh, you know, this is what you know. She I
0: doesn't think. look like a pop star. Let's exactly. put it that way. yeah. And she, you know, she's just like this—the the stereotype of a of a, a housewife or like an old maid or something yeah, like that. She Looks like Julia Child. Yeah, kind of. Um, and she she's kind of goofy when she gets up there, and I think in a in a very good way. Yeah, very good. Kind of indeed. person you're like I'd like to meet this person. Yeah. Um, and they kind of like talk shit about her, and then she starts singing, and oh, she decides she's going to sing a song that they make fun of too because it's a fucking hard song, yeah. and she just destroys them. And, like, I love seeing shit like that. Not because I'm like, you know, whatever, fuck the judges, who cares? You know, they're getting paid to be assholes. But just, like, knowing that the audience was probably doing the same thing. Right, yeah, because
1: they follow the, you know, um, they follow the lead of the judges, you know. Yeah, because
0: they're playing on prejudice, right?
1: Exactly, yeah. So that's their whole point. And then it's, like, great, because then the crowd reacts even more intensely because they're Mm -hmm. just oh, shit, I was so stupid. Um, I've seen a few like that. You know, there was... uh, excuse me, it was a silent burp. Um, there was, I don't, you know, again, same as you, these shows, I don't watch, but they'll pop up and I'll see, you know, clips or parts of episodes or um, just like a snippet that pops up on like a 15 second Instagram video or something. But there was one on America's Got Talent and there was uh, this guy that dresses up like a uh, kind of a classic operatic clown his name was mm-hmm. Piddles, no Puddles. The Puddles Piddle Party, P- Puddles Pity Party. I think that's what it was. Um, and he just comes out, and I don't. He doesn't talk. I don't think he. he you know, he's this little shtick, and they're kind of like, oh, okay, rolling their eyes, like, what's this guy going to do? Some like an old dude dressed up like a clown, blah blah blah. And then he starts singing the most like outstanding opera. Oh. Uh-huh. And they're like, everyone's freaking the fuck out. And now he's like, you know, he's he's pseudo famous. He's got a bit of a career now from it. And it's like, that's his thing. You know, he's. I think it's Puddles Pity Party, um, so like that kind of stuff. You know, same thing. Walks out, people are judging just off the bat, and he's probably playing off of that, um, because you know who wants to just hear the more the amount of people that want to see a dude dressed up like an operatic clown sing opera is probably more. Because they need visual stimulation and they need, you know, modern day entertainment instead of like the general masses that will be receptive to just pure opera. So if a dude just walked out, you know, in a suit with tails, you know, dressed like Pavarotti um, and just started singing opera, most people would just kind of be like, okay, it's another opera dude. But, right, you know, opera, you know, uh, people that are nuts about opera and actually appreciate opera, then of course, no matter who it is or what it is, they'll be like, yes, yes, I want it. This is good. But you know, people sitting in the crowd of uh, a TV show, you know, put on by a major network, of course, is going to probably be more like, "I want pop stuff, I want bubble gum." You know, they want that shit. Um, and then I think just recently I saw another video, and it kind of, you know, it's one of those ones that like kind of gets you choked up because you're like, "This is some real shit." Um, it was America's Got Got Talent again, and uh, kid is blind and autistic
0: oh somebody was just telling me about this
1: yeah and it's like you know he walks out with his mom um he's standing there and she's explaining you know just kind of what they've gone through and what you know music means to him and what it's done for him how it's helped him and um you know you can tell that he's like super excited um once they you know sit down she kind of ex- explains to him you know okay there's going to be you know this many cameras on you and there's a room full of people and blah 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 and you're going to do great and he's all yeah i'm gonna do great i'm gonna do awesome and she walks away and it's like you know taking a little bit of time so that builds up that you know typical uh naysayer tension yeah that naysayer and you know a lot of those people that are like okay is he gonna choke you know is he gonna be able to do it and all of a sudden he just starts playing the piano and this fucking voice comes out of this dude that you're just like who the fucking shit where did that what's going on like you're not expecting it because like you know when the piece only speaks you know a little bit you know before he starts singing so you're just like you always kind of uh make a kind of a quick um judgment in your mind of like all right the voice is at this level he's probably gonna sing he's gonna sound like this his voice that came out when he sang did not really kind of get hinted at when he spoke and he just does this song that
0: you're like what the fuck this is amazing
1: and that's exactly
0: how i felt when i saw that susan boyle one yeah it
1: gives you chills it kind of gets you choked up a little bit because you know he's singing a fucking deep ass fucking song um and then like i immediately i just kind of dove into it and i kind of try to find you know i searched his name i think and i came up and i found his like instagram or like youtube videos you know he, this is what he does he he's a a singer he like performs in a band um he does shows um but you know it's just he opted to go on america's got talent and probably going to do something for him because he's a genuine you know talented person but you know of course Anybody just sees, you know, a dude walk around with a, you know, can't see you with a cane. Just like, oh, he probably, you know, they discount, which is fucking yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, oh, poor guy. Yeah. yeah. At, the, at the best, they think, oh, poor guy.
1: Yeah. But no, it's just... that That's one of those things when those... Because otherwise on those shows, you get, you know, you get that fluff. You get that stuff that's just filler. That's just for, you know, the... Right. Um, the the clickbait type stuff where it's just, well, this is the stuff that people will watch and the YouTube videos will
0: pop up. Look at this silly dude. He fucked up. You know, yeah, we like, can clip this and put this on YouTube and, right. and it'll get us more viewers. Yeah. Get that guy up here. Okay. Yeah.
1: But it's like I start seeing that stuff more. And that is one kind of benefit I can say to the, the massive you know connection that social media has created amongst, you know, so many different you know levels from you know music executives down to just people performing on the streets like everywhere in between you can reach out and kind of get noticed like there's a i just saw uh, this little girl she's a drummer um you know and she's only obviously with her age she's only been drumming for a few years but you know she'd become like this instagram phenomenon and uh lenny kravitz uh,
0: it's not the girl that i sent you guys the video of that one time was it
1: Playing drums with Lenny Kravitz?
0: No, it's a little Asian girl. No, no, no. Oh, this girl was doing Metallica.
1: Okay, yeah. No, this girl, um, like Lenny Kravitz, like invited her to a show or whatever, and she's like on stage with him, and they're talking, and he's like, "I've been following. He's like, "I, I, love your drumming. I follow you, and you know, I see all your posts." And she's like freaking out, um, and then he gets her up on the drums, and she, they start jamming to fucking. Are you gonna go my way? Um and yeah you know it's that kind of stuff happens for you know young kids and there's uh one of my favorite new uh female vocalists i came across because um one of the like jazz um music uh pages i follow on instagram um posted her video that she it's, you know and it's like one of the early or not early but um one of the Instagram-only videos. It's an early recording of the song where she did her own, like, kind of really sultry, awesome version of uh, John Mayer's um, New Light, which is... John Mayer's (laughs) version is very poppy. You know, um, very upbeat. A little bit faster tempo. Hers is very, like, you know, um, very seductive and very moody. Sultry. Oh, God. So good. Um, I'll post a Snapshot of um, I'll tag her in a picture because, like I, I bought like her. Uh, she only has a few songs and stuff. You know, recorded and put up on um, iTunes and Spotify and stuff. But um, because I'm not gonna lie, you know, I enjoy John Mayer is a really good songwriter. And when you get to see somebody take a song like that and do a cover, but do you know it's almost like it's now her song the way she does. It's it.
0: kind of like a Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. It's yeah. a good song, yeah. But then when you hear Jeff Buckley sing it, you kind of kill <laughs> oh yourself, exactly. Like, oh, this is this is this is where this song belongs, yeah. Or like uh, how Bob Dylan felt about Hendrix when he covered All Along in the Watchtower, oh, yeah. Where yeah. he's like, well, that that's that's better, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to say? You're going to be like, yeah, you destroyed it. It's so good,
1: <laughs> you know. And it's, but that's music, you know. It's like once you put something out there. Um, I feel like, you know, if you're really proud of it and you feel like you did it well for you, you need to accept and open that it's, uh, if it's going to reach and connect with somebody else, uh, it's susceptible to being interpreted their way, you know?
0: Yeah. I love that though. You know, like I love cover songs. I'm not going to lie.
1: Dude, I have a list, you know, in my phone and in my head and in notebooks and in fucking empty receipts laying around in my car somewhere of like the cover songs that I would love to do my own way for, you know, like, you know, do a do a breakup album. Like all the fucking songs I love to listen to when my fucking heart's broken or all my favorite happy right. songs. You know, it's like there's so many of them because the greatest thing about, you know, a lot of... Uh, really good music is when you get touched by a song that, especially as a musician, are like, fuck, I wish I had written that song because that song is like
0: perfect for me right now. Right. Know? Like I, Speaking of Leonard Cohen, there's a song he did called Alexander Leaving. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever talks about that song when he's talk about Leonard Cohen. I heard it one time and I'm like, um, this is my song. Yeah. I'm taking this with me everywhere I go. Yeah. But yeah, cover songs are fun, but I hate. I hate when people cover a song and they make it sound exactly like the original. Right. Like, why'd you bother? Like, yeah, Yeah. like um Weezer's um Africa by Toto. Like, why? What's the
1: point? It's popped up a few times and I'm like, if it's in the if it's at the right level, if like you're out in public, you know, it's like kind of playing in the background of like a coffee shop or a store or something like that, and it starts to come on, or you hear it like midway through. It takes me a second where I'm like, is
0: that? Weezer? Yeah, you have to wait for the guitars. Yeah, you're like, is that? But... Is it so? Oh no, yeah, no, that's Weezer. And then I like when people make it their own you know, cover. Yeah, I, I like, feel like oh, I'm a country star covering this jazz song. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna make it country. Cool. Yeah. That's what you should do.
1: Yeah, um, I feel like you'll you'll feel that way. Like you gotta listen to the John Mayer version first, and then listen to hers. And
0: yeah, like I it. need you know like I have I've heard a lot of things about John Mayer. About and like things where I'm like he sounds like just a fucking cool dude, but I don't I don't fucking I only know one song by him, yeah. And you know what it is? It's the worst song that he probably wishes he didn't write. <laughs> Even though it's probably what ever. made him famous. Yeah. But no, yeah.
1: Um, so you got to play chess with the salt and pepper shaker.
0: Yeah. Ah, boom, boom, boom. Oh, you know what? Um, something I wanted to bring up while we're in this episode. Hmm. I realized. That I spend a lot of my time watching like crime shit.
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: porn. Yeah, kind of. I'm just, I'm fascinated. I think I have like a partial Sherlock Holmes mind where I'm like, I'm caught on the puzzles. Right, right. Usually I like watching stuff that is about trying to solve something. But Mm -hmm. because of that, you end up watching other stuff adjacent to it. Like if you're watching Dateline, sometimes it's like, who did this? And what I was going to talk about is Dateline there's this episode and I watched this episode and I'm like we have to talk about this on the show because this is the biggest load of fucking bullshit. I watched this episode, I was so fucking pissed off. It's ah, uh, I don't even know how to begin just so the episode at the beginning is from this past weekend. It's called uh She Did Everything Right. Okay. And so it's just there's this girl, she's a senior. I'm uh, I'm not going to remember all the details. I'm, I don't have notes. doing mm-hmm. this all the top of my head. Mm-hmm. I have the three main things that I wanted to remember that are in the, <laughs> in the Instagram post, which is why I put it there. I'm using the Instagram as a public notebook for myself. But her name was Lauren McCleskey. McCleskey. She was a senior at the University of Utah. And she was, a, I don't know, I want to say track star. I just mm-hmm. know she was on the track team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she started dating this guy. He's an older guy and some weird shit happened. Like her friends weren't like sure about this dude, something about like, uh, there was some stuff about her car getting impounded and they reported the incident to campus police. And then at another point they found that uh, he was trying to convince her to get a gun mm-hmm. that she needed to have a gun um, and her her friends didn't feel good about that either. So they reported that to campus police too because they're like, somebody's trying to bring a gun on a campus. You might want to know that, especially this dude's fucking 37 years old. He's dating a, you know, what, what's a senior in college, 22, 21-year-old? Uh, uh, sure. In there, right? 18, 19, yeah. 20, 21. Yeah, 21-year-old-ish. 21 okay, ish go with that in 20s, yeah. And he's trying to bring, you know, trying to get her to get a gun and bring it on campus. And it's Utah. It's not a big deal. You can, you know, they didn't make a big deal of it because you can carry concealed weapons. Everybody can carry a concealed weapon in Utah, apparently. Mm -hmm. Kind of terrifying. Um, just, I think that's the point of the concealed carry, pu- public concealed carry. Though Everybody's terrified, so they don't well, want to do anything wrong. Right? Qu-
1: quick side, you know, I'll, I'll make this quick. Um, the you know, back in the old west, everyone thinks of what they see in the movies, where it's just shootout after shootout after shootout. Well, the Colt pe- Peacemaker, which is the most you know, well, well-known revolver handgun. Everybody thinks of a cowboy gun. They think of a Colt Peacemaker. Right. The reason it was called a Peacemaker was because Everybody carried a gun back then. Everybody had was armed. A majority of people were armed. So it kept the peace because everybody had a gun. Nobody did anything. Like everything you see in movies, that's all Hollywood shit. Right. It wasn't... I mean, there, there were some towns that were, you know, super lawless and had a lot of shit happening. But a majority of people... Like shit didn't just pop off like that and people were acting stupid. Because you knew that almost every single person around you could fucking take you out. So the gun, just being a common carried, you know, piece of um, equipment, it 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 just inherently just kept the peace just by being common knowledge. So that's where the term peacemaker comes from.
0: And so Utah, being a western state, Mm -hmm. they're a little bit California is probably different than most western states in the, the way that we treat guns. Um, They're more into concealed carries in Utah. So they didn't make a big deal of this complaint. And then at a certain point, she... I don't remember the order here, but they found out that the guy used to be or is a registered sex offender. Mm -hmm. And she breaks up with him. I don't remember if they find that out after she breaks up with him or she breaks up with him. Because of that, I don't remember that part. Anyways, she breaks up with him. He starts threatening her, starts sending these threatening texts and having other people send threatening texts, so they're like they she blocks his numbers, so they start coming from different numbers, yeah, and so she reports it to campus police, and campus police says, okay well we're gonna we're gonna take care of this, and we're gonna look right. into this
1: right.
0: and we'll give you an update. Well, time goes by, and she's getting more she gets more threats. And campus police isn't. She calls an update, and they they blow her off again.
1: Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah, she, no, we're
0: handling it. We're gonna handle it. So she's scared, you know. Of course she's scared. There's this yeah. 38 year old man threatening her, threatening her not only with violence but also with like posting pictures of them, yeah, stuff like that, right? So she calls. This is University of Utah once again. So she calls the Salt Lake City Police Department because the campus police they function as their own like. Police department. They're Correct. technically a police department. Yeah. yeah. Um, and not all colleges are like that, but in this case they are. And so she calls Salt Lake City and she's like, I'm gonna call them then. And she goes through the whole thing, they kick her back to campus police. This sounds like a campus police problem. They go though though, that's their jurisdiction, they kick her back. And so she goes through the whole thing again, goes through with the campus police, and then calls the Salt Lake City police again and they kick her back again. <sighs> And then this guy goes on to her campus and shoots her dead. Uh, yep. But here's, here's the thing that really pissed me off about this. Guess what? Nobody got in trouble. Nobody got fired. Yeah. That's why it's called She Did Everything Right. Because she went through all the steps and did all the things the way that you're supposed to do them. Yeah. And nobody fucking nobody did fuck protected Laura McCluskey. Yeah.
1: That happen, That kind of shit happens all the goddamn time.
0: I mean, there should be posters like, don't send your kids to University of Utah because they don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: uh, it kind of... I don't even really know how to sometimes uh, go about talking about those kinds of things because it is, you know, you try to see the good in what we have set up as a system of, um, you know, justice and law and those that we just put uh, blind faith and blind trust in. And they're not, you know, infallible. They're, they're human beings. And right. sometimes they're more fucked up and corrupt than the people that we're hoping they're going to protect us against.
0: Well, the um, thing that's crazy about it is it's not, you know, like one person, it's like a stack of people. Is you got the office? How many officers she probably talked to on the campus police? So every one of them fucked up. The police chief fucked up. Yeah. Um, whoever's between them and the police chief in the rank of things fucked up. Mm-hmm. The Salt Lake City police fucked up twice by kicking her back over there.
1: Yeah. But I mean, to just look at, you know, like there was the Stanford rape case. You know, you, you can't trust in these people to see, um,
0: like but how do you trust sense. how do you trust sending your kids somewhere if you can't trust them? I I wouldn't. I oh, sure I oh, sure the hell wouldn't send them to University of Utah, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean that's I mean like you said like but, but what bears pointing out here, this is a case of violence or somebody died. Mm-hmm. But this negligence, this gross negligence happens on college campuses all the time with rape. Yeah there's girls out there getting raped in colleges all the time mm-hmm. Nobody's doing a goddamn thing about it. Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's,
1: it's false in, you know, so many, many years of the wrong people being kept in the wrong positions. Um, And a lot of times it is just old, dusty, fucking white dudes um, that, you know, stand on tradition. It's like, we can't change things. Things have to stay the same. It's like, well, if one thing like that stays the same, one belief system stays the same, and you don't have enough uh, desire to change with the times, you know, you have to be able to you know, adapt and accept that things don't just stay in, you know, eighteen eighty seven. You know, like we're in two thousand nineteen. There has to be updates to a lot of things. A lot of things have to change. Um
0: well and the problem with these things too is it's motivated by money, right? Right. No, it's so the university like, doesn't want to be like, well, we fucked up because what if people do stop sending their kids there?
1: Exactly. So it's like you gotta keep the shit quiet. Um and the people that are in power to make those decisions are people that are still connected to those that have the mindset of, well, you know, this is, we can't change things because, you know, it's it's bigger than that. It's just, it's, we've been here for hundreds of years and, you know, Orenthal, James, such, 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 you know, it's like, you can't, uh, yeah, I don't know, it's, a, it's a,
0: uh, <laughs> I, was, I was shocked that it was actually Utah because I actually expected more of the Mormons. I really
1: did,
0: <laughs> no. because I, they're very family focused. You think that they'd be worried about people's children more? No, nah, man. Nah. I and mean, I'm not. I'm not making a judgment on Mormons. I'm just saying, I, as a, yeah, a state that is run by predominantly by Mormons, I expected more of that university. But if you if you
1: dig into it, you know, you can find plenty of really kind of disturbing or fucked up or questionable behavior from people in the Mormon community. You know, you can't ever be like, oh, well, it's this religion. So therefore they must have, you know, could have been fun. like, no,
0: you know, I just mean with the motivation of like the, the way that they present themselves publicly, like their motivation would be to promote this certain look of things. So in order to do that, we would be good at, you know, keeping children safe in this university. That's what I mean. I always look at things from the safe. What's the most selfish motivation here? And how would you operate with the most selfish motivation put yeah, forth? Yeah, but how often are those
1: big um, you know, entities really operating in in the realm of selfless? It's not,
0: you know. Well, I'm not asking them to be selfless. What I'm saying is selfish. Selfish. Ah. Yeah. Selfish motivation. The selfish motivation will be, we want to promote this image of this for our church. Well, that's why they hide it. Therefore... Well, but it's it's easier not to have to hide it. It's easier to just fucking do it. <laughs> you know, like you know what I think about. Like when I think about this shit, I think about the you know the people that don't. When you're younger, you're in your twenties, you work with people, and probably still that don't want to work. Mm-hmm. So they find ways to get out of it, mm-hmm. right? They like, oh, I'm gonna go over here. You know, like if I go over here and I hold this clipboard. And I just stand here and I just like pretend like I'm checking stuff off on the clipboard for like two hours, then I don't have to do that. Oh, yeah, no. You're still standing in a place, clipping, yeah, checking things off on a clipboard. You're working. You're choosing. Doing the thing they want you to do. You know, it's just as much work to not do it as it is to do it.
1: (laughs) It takes more energy to get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. just sit there and just do it. And then before you know it, because when you're busy and you're doing something, the time goes by and you don't realize, you know, it's like if you're sitting there doing nothing, you're just, man, God, ugh, it's taking forever. It's like, well,
0: get, make yourself busy. Do something. Yeah, it's like the, you know, the the people that stand in the medians with the cardboard signs. Panhandlers. Yeah, I, I give them money. You know why I give them money? I'm paying them for their patience to stand there. That's, dude, I, I think about it. You think about it. Standing there holding a sign for like six hours in the sun—that's fucking hard work. <laughs> it doesn't do anything to benefit anybody except for themselves. No, no. But what they're doing isn't easy. Yeah, I'll, I'll give—I'll give them things before I give them money. Well, I'm not giving them like fifty dollars. No, no. Well, I
1: mean, I'll tell you. The no,
0: hey, there's a McDonald's over there. Here's two bucks. Go get a hamburger. <laughs> right.
1: So many. You know, I've always kind of been cautious when it comes because I've seen panhandlers that have panhandled all day and then go and get into a very nice car and drive away. You know, yeah, totally. People just choose not to work. And but they're still collapse.
0: working and that's what I mean.
1: Well, yeah, but they're just standing there just, you know, uh, benefiting off of the, the good-heartedness of caring people. Um, so it's like, okay, you're standing there you're going to tell me, you got a little sign says you're hungry or this or that. It's like, alright, uh, I feel like it's going to get kind of cold out today. Here, I got this fucking extra jacket in my car. I'm going to give you that. You take that. Oh, I want money. Why? Right, what are you gonna do with it? You are gonna go buy a jacket? I just got you a jacket, so you can save your money that you already have to buy that food and stuff that you want. Oh, I don't have enough. Like, well, what do you want? I'll get you a burger? Oh no! Oh,
0: you just said you wanted food. Well, no, I actually just want money. What do you want money for? So it's like. But well, the best heard... test, if you really want to find out if somebody's, if you're worried about that, give somebody socks. Hmm. If somebody's really homeless or in need, they'll take socks. Because they're the hardest fucking things to get. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's a dude downtown. Um, you know, because when I was working downtown, I had a lot of run-ins, a lot of dealings with the, uh, the unfortunate folk with the the, the homeless. Um, and, you know, you kind of start seeing the regulars, you see the newcomers. There's one regular downtown. Um, i surprised he didn't pop up in any of those videos. Um he, he just walks around all. I mean, I've seen him with shoes a few times, but generally he's barefoot. And you can tell that he is barefoot a lot of the time.
0: He has the leather soles, leather feet. Well,
1: yeah, I mean, it's just, you know how often you know does he you know, and also too like the mental state you know some people you like okay how often is he going out of his way to think like hey i need to do this and i've seen him a few times you know where he probably was having some some streaks of
0: uh, lucidity
1: of, of good yeah and or you know the people that reach out and try to help him uh oh but, yeah you know, we're doing stuff and like you know he had you know updated his wardrobe and had some new stuff going on and he seemed to be behaving you know a little bit more on a um a lucid level um
0: yeah he could have been on medication or something yeah it could
1: have been something you never know but then the last time i saw him a few days ago um he was you know seemed to be on on a whole different shift where it was just you know really bad um and you feel bad for those people. And that's why, you know, these other, you know, kind of faux pain handlers um, are, are being you know more predatory because they're they're preying on people who have seen guys, you know, like that I was, I was talking about, that are suffering or are, you know, in a rough spot. Um, and then they're, you know, hoping that the people that see them at the stoplight we'll put them in the same category. Like, well, I didn't get to help that guy. So I'll help this guy. You know, it's like, I mean, yeah, it's the world we live in, but it's like, there's gotta be some better way to, to handle it.
0: Well, you know, like I just, it's too much fucking work to worry about it. Like which, which one's real and which one's not. Oh, yeah. You know, like it, I just try
1: to, so I say, I just try to find, I try to give them things. It's like,
0: yeah. You know, like generosity that, should be blind anyways. You shouldn't right. care who's receiving
1: No, yeah, it's like, but I, for me, like, I want to make sure because I'm, you know, a bit of a perfectionist. I want to ensure that I'm getting the person the most of, like, the closest thing to what they actually want. You know, it's like, you know, if I ask somebody, hey, what do you want for lunch? "Uh, Nothing. Okay. Well, what do you want for lunch? Uh, doesn't matter. Give me whatever you want. Okay, uh, get you this. Well, that's not what I wanted, but well, you said anything. Well, I meant it's like, well, tell me what you want. Like, I want. There's know. a filet I'm of exactly. fish. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I want to know exactly what you want. You know, whether that be you know a panhandler or just anybody I'm talking to. Um, but it's like I I'd always want. It's like, are you sure? Like, do you want mayonnaise on it? Do you not want mayonnaise on it? Like, how do you want it? I want to make sure that if I'm going to go out of my way or if I'm going to
0: do not, especially not really with the, food, food is yeah. the thing people are the most picky about.
1: Like, and also because I want the you know. The gratification that you're getting and the satisfaction that you're getting, I want it to be the most you possibly, decompos- you know, because especially if it's like, you know, if I feel like you're down or I feel like, you know, you're in a bad spot, it's like, I want to try to lift you up as much as I possibly can. Yeah, okay. A lot of times that's, that's a, a fault of my own because it's like, well, just do it. Don't overthink it and think too much of it. Just do it, you know? And it's like, you know, you, you run too many scenarios through your head. And it's like you end up just kind of. Sabotaging yourself and things get fucked up, but uh, no, yeah, I like to give people things. Like if there's a, you know, somebody sitting there uh, with a sign and they're you know just saying in you know help anything, you know, and and they're sitting there and they're like covering their eyes because they're sitting out in the sun and it's you know, I, I got an extra you know fucking pair of cheapo sunglasses in my car here put these on so you're not sitting here like shielding your eyes you know not being able to look around just staring at the ground you know oh you need a hat yeah i got an extra hat in my car here take that it's getting cold here take this jacket oh i you know i just bought way too much food at fucking panda express and i fucking gorged down on it like a disgusting pig and now like force you to
0: buy too much food by the way because it's so good
1: um here yeah i don't you know i would have you know Eating in that later, but here you eat it now, you know, take this one time it was years ago I was uh managing a gun shop here in San jose, and um I was doing fairly well as far as like you know I having extra money in my pocket and um i'm' a, That's a bullet sold <laughs> <laughs> i'm a you know i'm of just a, a by default just a i'm a giving person i'm a generous person and i like if I can do something for people, I don't have to be, you know, given credit for it. I'll do things, you know, when no one's watching, I'll do things. anonymously. it doesn't matter. I just like, it makes me feel good to know that I can help and do nice things. Um, and I went to go get lunch for everyone at the shop. Um, and it was around Christmas time. And, you know, I go down the street to, you know, fucking Carl's Jr. or Some shit. And, uh, uh, as i'm walking up i see this you know this guy sitting like <clears throat> in the bushes like in the shrubs you know and he didn't strike me as like you know uh like he was like twacked out on anything or you know on drugs or he just like you could tell and you know when you see somebody you can kind of tell and you can feel that they're, yeah, there's like, like a, that there's energy thing. that there's something like that they're they're down you know they're hurting they're down
0: yeah you know, and he... It's like a wounded animal almost. Yeah,
1: and it, it's like in, when you look someone in the eyes and you can kind of see and it's like, I just felt it. All the signs were there where like it kind of struck me and I'm walking up and I can see he's going to ask me something and, you know, he's just like, hey, can you uh, can you spare anything? So I just stopped, reached my pocket, pulled out a $100 bill. I was like, here, take this. And he kind of looks at me like, no, no, man. No, 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 no. I'm like, no. Nope. I'm like, you need it? I'm like, you take it? Just do, you know, make sure you do something good with it. And I walked away. I was like, I don't need to hear nothing from you. I don't need to talk to you. I just need you to know I'm giving you this and I'm hoping that you do something good with it because I feel like you need it. I walk inside and I just leave it be. And I go inside, start ordering, standing in line, waiting. I've got my little little number. And dude comes in behind me with his wife. And she's crying and he's like, this guy, this this is him, this is him, he this is the guy. And she like kinda comes over and she's like, Oh my god, you don't understand? Like how like and she, you know, they start running through like, you know, kind of mm-hmm. blabbering, you know, just kind of mm-hmm. emotionally spilling out like, you know, how much uh shit's been sucking for them lately and you know, they're living in a in a van or something over in the you know, the other end of the parking lot, um, and they're just struggling to get, you know, from morning till night. So it's you know moments like that. You know, I, I felt something a little bit more powerful to where it's like, I have nothing to give this guy other than, you know, a $100 bills in my pocket, which I would probably use for something that I fucking that wouldn't stick in my memory, you know, 10 days from that point. Yeah, um,
0: break it and it'd become a couple 20s and then... Yeah, it's like... You yeah. filter out and you're like, what do I do with that? Yeah,
1: and it didn't... Like that $100 bill, that little piece didn't affect my life, you know, in any kind of even not even a fleeting way it just didn't it wouldn't have done anything for me but it ended up actually doing that because that's a memory now i have and a moment that i got to kind of share with two other human beings that were complete strangers to me and that i probably if i if i walked by them on the street i probably wouldn't recognize them um,
0: right yeah it was, it's, you know, like, it's like you know like exchanging email addresses and yeah it's know, like it's some like fantasy a, you're going to become besties or anything like yeah, that you're like no, but it's still we just like, had a moment together
1: but also you know what it did is it you know it it helped me you know and maybe help them in that moment feel like hey even though shit sucks and shit gets bad it's not always bad and there are people out there that don't um don't try to keep you down or don't you know not care like there's our people People that you are a human being Still, you are seen. You are heard. You know your struggles do mean something. You know it's like you're not alone. You're not lost. But um,
0: that's why, like when I like I said, it's just too hard for me to go through all the. If I have something and I can give it to somebody, then I just give it to them, and I don't think anything. I don't. I don't think anything else of it. I don't. You know, like afterwards, go like I feel good for doing that. I literally don't think anything of it at all. Yeah. Because. I don't, it doesn't matter. You know, if they take that and they go buy uh, 40, mm-hmm. well, maybe they needed that 40 more than they needed food. I yeah. don't know. And it's not my job to judge that. No, you're right. Because, because you know, we take on these. It, it, I think what the root of it, I think what the root of it is, is people are afraid of being conned. We don't want to be the made the fool. Exactly. Yeah. That's but... Huge. If you spend your life worrying about people making a fool of you, you're going to shit on a lot of good people in the process. Mm -hmm. And it's just not fucking worth it. It's better to be good and gullible. Yeah. Well, if you can do
1: it, that is. Yeah. Uh, The way I am is I, by default, if I meet you, you're, you're on my good side. You know, you have to, you're every, everyone that I meet, everyone that I, I know right off the bat Your your default setting with me is you're you're full, you're good, you're top, topped out. You have to earn that negative, like you have to do you have to prove to me that you're shit.
0: You have to create a deficit.
1: Yeah. And a lot of people they start up the top like everybody else. And real quick, I can tell that they're shit and they go to the bottom and then they're just they're not on they're on the opposite side of that coin.
0: Yeah, it's, a, um, it's a deficit of trust.
1: Yeah, you have to yeah, I trust you right off the bat. I like you right off the bat. I um you know, I care about you. I support you right off the bat. And um if you're that type of person and you are worthy of continuing to have those things for me, then you're you're good to go. But if you aren't it's real quick gonna change you it's know bite you in the ass where you stand you know it's like i'm not saying like i'm gonna be a vindictive human being but it's like you know, it's see. just gonna change they're
0: no longer important exactly you know i when so. i get pissed off at people like that i don't even i don't get vengeful or anything like that i just move them to you're invisible to me right yeah like you are not a i don't dislike you i'm not gonna put the fucking energy into disliking you're just nothing like you were before i met you yeah you're just another person that i walked past. Yeah. And n- nothing, blank, leave it, let it go. Mm-hmm. Better for the sanity. Yeah.
1: But it also helps making like, if you are going to have like a, a meaningful, you know, kind of a deeper connection with a human being, whether it be on like a, um, uh, like a personal level regarding like romance or um, personal level involving like, you know, uh, <sighs> like a, a project or something that requires you know something a little bit deeper you know involving your soul um then it just makes it easier because you're already ahead of the game as far as getting to kind of that 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 feeling of you're connected you know um and you can you know when you meet a person sometimes it's like it's instant and you can tell that hey this can only go up if we choose to keep going on the up if we choose you know because everything's a choice if we choose to kind of deviate from that and um throw up our own roadblocks then we're gonna be you know it's gonna be a struggle and it's like is that necessary do we need to do that um but uh yeah double you know, ended so, trust yeah because there's been times you know double-ended choices to, actually double-ended uh to, oh no wait talking about the wrong thing um
0: double handled
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, you know you meet a person and like it's almost like your heart kind of like expands a little bit it's like, oh shit like this is some sh- this is like, take note of this person, take note of whatever it is they got coming um, you know could it be, could it be something that's a, a forever presence or it could be a momentary presence still it's like that those kinds of moments don't happen that often um, but if you're able to you know like I said be a be on the position primed on the starting block every single time you meet somebody pointed in the direction of like, good, me and this person are going to do really, really great things for one another. And it's like
0: it's, the opposite of the douche bro thing, which exactly
1: 100%. is I'm out for a fight. Yeah, it's like you suck. And you can... those going back to those douche bros like you can always tell because they're sitting there and they're just scanning and they're just like
0: yeah it's just scanning like predatory
1: animals right exactly it's like it's like arnold and terminator one just eyes just scanning the room looking for and then the minute you make eye contact with them like you're locked on he's like all right this guy's ready to go bro
0: what are you looking at bro yeah
1: all all they need to see is just like how did he or they watch you and it's like if you uh you know, they acknowledge him, but then, like, kind of just try to ignore him. It's like, why are you trying to... Oh, why is this guy trying to ignore me? Fucking... He's a, he's a weak bitch. All right, go fuck with this guy. You know, it's like, I see it, man. I dealt with it. I watched it. I can pinpoint... I can see it a mile away.
0: And that's why I don't go out anymore.
1: <laughs> that's why I posted the video. It's like, this is, you know... record
0: podcasts at night instead. <laughs> you no, know,
1: but it's like knowing, you know, because I don't... I don't want to, you know... uh we all have that fear of missing out and stuff. It's like, I don't want to miss out on the places and the things and the people that I know are, are good. And I know are, um, like a, a a safe place. And I know that are conducive to good energy and, um, good times. So just sticking to, you know, what I know, it's like, if I know that there's going to be like on this day and this time and for this event and all that, there's going to be, I'm not going there. Sorry, it's not going to happen.
0: Yeah, like a douche convention. You're like, nah. I think I'll, I think I'll skip a downtown during the douche convention. <laughs> no, no douche for me. Um, you ever wonder how like a feminine cleansing product became the thing that we call somebody as an insult? Um, they're not like wishy washy. So why why are we calling them douches? I know it's like douchebag originally, but like always wonder that. Well, yeah, like,
1: it's, yeah, because the it's the bag that you know it's like. Because the world is good, and all of the because the the purpose of the douche, you know, is to clean out the things that you don't want in there and are unnecessary. You know, the bad stuff.
0: Get it so out. So Like douchebag is the collection of the shit you don't want. Right, like what you're saying.
1: So you have it's
0: refuse. Yes, you have. You know, pussy refuse. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody out there is going, "Please name the episode that and I will not." It's not going to happen.
1: But uh yeah. well, it's ironic though because if you just pronounce that word or you know something the, the, the pussy gets refused by um
0: I, I don't know where I'm going with this. Um move on. I think, on. I think they do the refusing. Yes. Yes something along those lines. i don't know <laughs> i just oh, no. want to i want to point out that tonight for some reason where are my cbd gummies i need those right now latte is out fucking cold i haven't heard him uh, jingling around for a little bit he did for a minute but then he went back to sleep he's he opened his eyes when i said his name but uh very very lazy podcaster over here Very lazy podcaster
1: I need to get him a little set of doggy headphones and a little doggy microphone.
0: Well, Lam wanted me to take a picture of him podcasting. I still haven't done that yet. Um, well, I think I think the reason he's tired... So we've had in the last four or five days since the weather got hotter and so then cooled down a little bit. Time.
1: So much what? Swimming pool time.
0: Yeah, that too. In his little unicorn pool. Yeah. Um, but he's... He, He's a he's got fleas. He got some fleas. Oh, Jesus, titty, fucking Christ! Not a lot. He had uh, I think maybe the equivalent of like two or three of them. But it's enough to drive a fucking dog nuts, you know. It's my nightmare parasites, man. So um, I actually put a picture of this up on the Instagram too. Yeah. Um, I've, so I found I didn't want to buy pesticide. I don't want. Uh, number one, I don't want to put poison on my fucking dog. Yeah, and because uh, it's just no. And then number two, I want to be able to touch my dog. Yeah. I, ro- you know, like he sits with me. He's a small dog. I hug him all the time. Touches my things. Touches my bed. Touches my yeah. He's gonna sleep on my pillow. I gotta worry if I'm gonna inhale that shit. Like, no, no. Awesome. So I, I went on the quest to find natural ways of dealing with this. And I can't remember what the first thing I did was, and that didn't really work. So then the second thing I did was I bought this like shampoo, this all natural shampoo. And it seemed like I got he got out of the the shower, and he wasn't doing any of it for a while. None of the scratching. I'm like, awesome. And then, like three hours later, boom, it was back. And what I I think maybe the shampoo worked. I didn't think about it, but I didn't treat any of the carpet or anything. Mm. So maybe he got back here, and everybody's like, "Hey, look at that! Get back <laughs> on there, yeah. All right, guys, he's back. Break's I found Shangri La. Breaks over. <laughs> Um, so then I've, I've found this other shit called Wonderside and this stuff is fucking fantastic. Um, there's a lot of people bitching on Amazon because it has sodium lauryl sulfate in it. Um, right, cause I know what that is. It's this, it's the thing, you know, like where people get like over concerned about the ingredients in their products, which is not a bad thing yeah, yeah. to be concerned with it, but over concerned. Um, Sodium lauryl sulfate essentially is like salt, alcohol and acid. Um, so it's 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 abrasive on the skin, mm. and it's not something you want to drink or anything like that. But okay. you know, like it. But it's also what makes things lather. Anything you have toothpaste stuff like that that lathers really well probably has sodium lauryl sulfate. Laurel sulfate in it. And the lather and the suds, that's where the cleansing is. Right. Or sodium laureth sulfate, which is another form of it. But anyways, um, first of all, it's like, if you look at the, this is the only product I have ever bought that tells you the percentages of everything that's in there. It gives you the ingredients and tells you the percentage of how much of it is in there. Mm. Sodium laurel sulfate, (laughs) 2.2%. It's pretty small, I'd say. Um, So, anyways, not super worried about that. The active ingredient, though, is like 57% cedar oil. Hey. So, apparently, cedar oil is just like fucking death to fleas. Okay. And some say ticks. It it says flea and tick. I don't know. He doesn't have ticks. I that
1: because, like, you know, it's used to uh, deter moths as well. So, I mean.
0: Well, there was a lady. That so, I, I the way I found this, I went on YouTube and was just looking for people talking about flea and tick stuff. Mm. And this lady owned a a pet supply store, and so she's like, Of of all the products, she's uh, these three are the ones we carry that I've used on my dogs myself. And she went through the three products, and this one she's like, This one's just amazing. Um, so I'm like, I'll give it a shot. Um, so, anyways, what she was saying is the cedar oil, like, apparently, it. There's something in it that screws with fleas. Mm -hmm. It it inhibits something in the flea. And the reason it doesn't do anything to us or dogs is because the thing that it's inhibiting in the flea, we don't have in our bodies. All right. So it's got nothing to interact with. So anyways, I get this stuff. I'm like, all right, let's give it a shot. I just, I covered him in it. I just, he thought he was in trouble because he's getting scored (laughs) a score bottle, right? (laughs) And if you look if you look at the picture of him with that, yeah, it's wet under his foot because he's yeah. cleaning his foot from being sprayed. He's only scratched twice since I did it, just today. I also sprayed fucking everything in the house, carpet, uh-huh. the bed, the chair, his bed, the carpet in the other room, the carpet in the other room, the carpet in the other room, the, the, other room, the yard. I sprayed everything in the yard
1: with this shit. Are you sure you're not going overboard? Now I know you said it's safe, but uh, do you really want to be covering everything in it?
0: It's just cedar oil, basically, cedar oil and sesame oil oh. are the two, um, and sodium laurel sulfate. And so I, I, I covered everything in it, and <laughs> it smelled like, you know, like when I when I watch Star Trek. Speaking of Star Trek, hmm. I always think of transporters, and I'm like. Yep. Imagine if you get transported in the inside of an object, that would suck. Especially if you were conscious of it. And wait, trans? What? You know what transporter is? No, no. Yeah,
1: you said transport inside of an object.
0: Yeah, you know, like uh, for example, what I was going to say is, Uh they transport you down, but instead of being on the ground, you're inside a fucking tree. Oh, right. Mm. You know, like oops, we missed. No bueno. That's what I think of after I sprayed this shit because the cedar oil, right? So yep. it smelled like I was inside of a tree. Excellent, so powerful. It's, it's it was more powerful than the lumber department at mm-hmm. Home Depot. Just, I, I we went for a walk. Out, bro. And you know it's it's just essential oil, so it's not it's not toxic. So I'm not breathing toxins in. But at the same time, you're like, okay, enough of this smell. Yeah, and I'm like, well, oh, maybe. Said
1: there was. Uh... What's it? Um, what's it called? Uh, sesame oil? You said as well too.
0: Hmm.
1: Mm, so I, had yeah, I think it's of, a carrier oil. That's why, yeah, it seemed like a, a like a pokey restaurant built us here. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I, I ordered another thing of it because I used all of it in one day. <laughs> but but I did say it spread the whole yard. That's why. But um. But I wanted to make sure that they weren't going to jump fucking right back on him. Yeah. No. That sounds. This time I went for the lemongrass and Hopefully that's a little tamer. Ooh. I mean. Well, they have Absolutely. lemongrass, cedar oil. They all have cedar oil in them, but they put other things in. Rosemary, and rosemary was a big hell no. Mm. I do not want the house smelling like and rosemary. Not a lot of people like that smell. That's powerful. That's a powerful smell. More nope. powerful than cedar. And then peppermint, and I'm like, no, it's not Christmas.
1: Yeah. It, it's uh,
0: too much. I
1: was thinking the lemongrass, I think that's the one. Be careful with too much of that because bees like that.
0: Mm. Yeah, uh, I have I have a, a little jar of it right here in front of me.
1: Yeah, I use that. to Smells <laughs> like sweet. Yeah, it's really nice. I use that to catch, um, if I need to catch a, a beehive or a swarm, will mm. attract them.
0: Yeah, this, they say that, um, I don't know how much validity there is to um, a lot of the essential oil stuff, but they say that sniffing lemongrass gives you a little bit of energy. I can see that. Not snorting, ladies and gentlemen. Do not snort essential oils, ever.
1: There's something yeah. I used to, I had, um, first time I used it was, I was suffering really bad from, like, uh, anxiety and panic attacks, and um, mm. I needed to, you know, kind of, I was just stressed the fuck out, and uh, my mom suggested I use, uh, oh, what's up, Latte? Um, suggested, what was it? Lavender? No, I want to say it was lemongrass, but it was like a maybe a, in a droplet, you know, um, a pill. No, no, like a dropper. Oh, a dropper, dropper. Okay, yeah, and uh, put it in water. Was it? I want to say it was lemongrass oil or something. Like one of those things. And it's good for was,
0: blood pressure too. Calmed me the fuck out. Yeah, that when I started, I used to hate the smell of lavender. I never thought we'd be talking essential oils. Um, I used to hate the smell of lavender maybe just cuz i associated it with purple and i was like eh, i don't know why purple purple's not my that's, favorite color.
1: That's a weird thing to, you know, think of and feel, but whatever, That's cool.
0: Yeah, i have a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so i started when i had my really bad anxiety, i'm like fuck it, i'll give this lavender oil shit and then you know, man, it was like the first few times you use the stuff like, you know, cuz you and i have facial hair.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: we have perfect delivery system for essential oils you just put a little bit on your mustache and then you're just inhaling the shit right in your nose
1: yeah yeah. you gotta be careful though too much of it and it's like
0: oh yeah but the first few times with the lavender i was i felt like i was high so so mellow like i was like i feel like i'm stoned yeah no that's
1: kind of the i think the benefit especially in the, the state that i was in when i got introduced to it um do a right little now, lemongrass right now. There you go. Oh, look at me! I just <laughs> I just ate three CBD gummies. So
0: mm, you're going the other
1: way. We'll see. Uh, All natural. I had them, you know, when I first bought them. These ones, because I've tried a few different ones. I'm on this constant, you know, uh, seems like a fruitless mm-hmm. journey um, to find like the best. Because I can't really smoke weed. You know, mm-hmm. I smoked weed in high school when it was just weed. It was just a plant you know. Before they started genetically engineering? Well, yeah, before dudes in lab coats started splicing things together and it was just like, it had nine different names. Frankenweed. Like yeah, it's like, I just want, you know, the plant that sprouts out the ground, you know, beta version one, you know. <laughs> um You know, bammerweed, you know, that's just pot, 60s pot. Um, Uh, but I can't find that shit no more. And like, nobody knows, you know, there's kids, like I go to these, some of the, the first time I started going to dispensaries and I was asking, I'm like, look, man, this is what I want. I just need like weed. Oh. By the
0: way, weed's legal in California people. What what do you, what do you mean?
1: It's like, you know, pot, the plant. Well, a lot of it. I'm like, no, 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 you understand, man. Like I'm, you know, 33 years old. I first smoked weed in the late nineties. Yes. So it's like you know, old school shit, stuff you just all all you asked for was weed, and you'd get weed. Now you have yeah. to be like, yeah, well, that, yeah,
0: there was brown and green. That's yeah. it.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you have, what strain would you like? What kind of? Uh, it's like, look, bro, I don't know percentages. Just some dude named Brett fucking sold me weed. I don't know what you want from me. I just need that. The the go back to the beginning. You know, open your book of weed and go to page one. That's what I want. Um, I don't have that. I don't think that exists anymore like, it, it has to exist there still has to the like the plant just sprouted out of the ground naturally the non-crystallized shit <laughs> like where it started genesis i need that
0: <laughs> the shit adam and eve were
1: smoking exactly you know what i mean i'm like <laughs> how has that been lost i can't I it i mean i understand that we as a sh is like you know shitty human race have uh caused and driven things to extinction but i feel like Th- that plant has to still exist somewhere. I could probably still get it, but nobody has it. There's no money in it, I guess.
0: You gotta That's go to awesome. like Papua New Guinea. Well, or, you know, like, isn't that the place where they had like the last tribe that had no idea about the rest of the world? I th- I, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's still a few of those tribes
1: out in the world. They've uh, got it. I hope so. Yeah, they do have it. I gotta go find them.
0: Anyway. Um, Look for them on Instagram.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they, got a, they got a page. They got a gram. Um, at me. Um... I think that's a saying these kids have these days. At me, don't. Yeah, at the me.
0: tech the tech guys on their tech shows, they'll like, say, "Don't at me about this." But I'm like, oh. is that just is that just saying, "Don't tag me in this shit"? Don't, yeah, like, re- don't 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 reply to me or uh, okay. don't tag me.
1: Okay, whatever. Um, but yeah, back to the weed. So, I, I started, you know, discussing with, you know, my f- friends and acquaintances that are a little bit more versed and you know spent more of a a time partaking and using. And, um, Understanding the the ins and outs and benefits and different types of uh, cannabis and cannabis related uh, items. And, you know, it started to come to me that, oh, cbd's kind of what is in line with what I'm looking for because
0: the last time. The mellow without the high, basically. Because
1: the last time that I smoked enjoyably was when. Me and the guys were on tour with um uh dredge and circus Survive.
0: And when you say the guys, you mean Delta?
1: Delta activity, yeah. Um that's you know, the, the tour where I met um Colin and Anthony and Brennan and all them.
0: Um Frangicetto. Frangicetto. Yes. Yeah, you got I can, it. I
1: can say your name, Colin, if you are listening. I can say your name. It's just oh you know it was. Up until that 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 first episode, I hadn't said his name, and I don't know how fucking long. It's like, oh shit, I gotta say oh, this out. Right nervous
0: now. because it was the first episode too. I don't know how nervous. I was pretty drunk. Um, I thought you told me you were nervous. Don't lie to the people.
1: Oh no, I was definitely nervous going into it, but I think by that point, oh, gotcha. I was pretty yeah into it but anyway. Um, and so the last time that I smoked was in our in the in the Delta van with Anthony Green. And uh uh our our new friend Zach and his then girlfriend at the time. Zach uh, Blows? Yep. <sighs> um and yeah, so I don't you know, and Zach is a very experienced um cannabinoid. <laughs> <laughs> um I just think of the noid from Back in the day, you remember the Noid?
0: Yeah, that was uh, yeah. what pizza, pizza place was pizza it? Pizza
1: Hut. Pizza Hut. I don't yeah. Know. Um. Anyway. Um. So yeah, the the four of us, you know, hung out <laughs> out out back of uh, the Catalyst in Santa Cruz. Um, I got just very enjoyably high. Uh, it was great. It was awesome. You know, and me and Anthony and Drummer and um, Delta, like we wrote, you know, a couple cool things. You know, because he smoked a lot, still does. Um, And we wrote some cool stuff, you know, after smoking at our old studio. So it's like I had, you know, enjoyable times dealing with it. So the next time I smoked was probably years and years later. I was like, all right, cool. It's been a while. So I'm going to be a little bit, you know, chill with this little, little uh, not apprehensive, but, you know, I'm going to be uh, just a little, little taste, a little hit. Knocked me the fuck out. I'm like, All right, well that sucked. And then I waited a little while longer. Same thing. Next time, I'm like, All right, I'm gonna be cautious. A little tiny hit. Boom. Out. Done. I'm like, what is this shit that you guys keep giving me? And it's different people each time. <laughs> what is this? Quailutes? Yeah. It's like, what this the, is the fuck? It's like, the I'm, like, I'm like, I can't move. I'm like this is like I start Cash. having a panic at- like I start having a panic attack because I'm starting to lose control and I don't like losing control. Mm. You know, I like to feel like I'm still capable of being alive. And it's like if you know if you lose, like if, you know, the whole human nature of fight or flight, if I lose my, my ability to do either, like, I can't move. Like, if I move, I'm... You're I'm, by definition I'm, a slug. Yeah. I turn, it literally turned me into uh, a, a vegetable. And it, I want to choose when I become and how I become a vegetable and which vegetable if I'm going to. Um, so I just kind of just stopped having... I'm like, this is not, this is not good for me. Um, this is not my thing.
0: So yeah, my problem is always I think too much. So I I go in outer space. Yeah. Where I'm like I'm on, you know, like floating above, you know, like Major Tom, you know? Yeah. 100%. Here I'm sitting on my tin can. Yeah. That's 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 me when I smoke weed. I'm like, oh people are like, oh, let's go do this. I'm like, no, we're not moving. Yeah, <laughs> no, me here, this right now. I am this. This yes. is I am in my own little universe right now. We are not moving. Yeah. Because I am not going to talk to anybody. I'm not going to walk. I'm not going to try to look normal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm incapable of all three of those things and if you want to have a conversation, be ready for a 4 to 3 minute delay.
1: It's like the scene when uh and fear and loathing when he's he's trying to walk.
0: Oh, <laughs> to when walk. he takes that what was it was the human adrenaline.
1: Yeah. Well, there was a multiple, I mean, yeah, that scene as well, but uh, <laughs>
0: he's just like, trying, to walk,
1: trying to walk normally. He's just like, kind of like stretching his head up.
0: Or when they try to get on the carousel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> comes across and, come on, you can do it. Just uh, <laughs> jump like a bunny rabbit. Jump, jump, jump like a bunny rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah,
1: you know, and then I started I didn't feel like I was losing out or missing out on anything by not smoking I was just like I, I guess just me and me and the marijuana just don't uh, we don't link up we don't match we don't uh not, not compatible and then I started feeling like I was missing out on some of the benefits that I would be needing because you know over the years you know I've sustained some some injuries and uh some pains you know it's like you get older and it's like yeah there are the benefits to it and it's like well I want to be able to benefit from the benefits so I started looking into it more, but there still was not enough people that I could talk to that I would you know, thought maybe I'm just not explaining what it is I'm trying to get. Because I'm a very simple person. It's like, I just need simple shit. You know, I just need to get... Simple like, weed. Yeah. Simple fucking marijuana. Some fucking
0: dank bammer shit. Anti-inflammatory. You know, help yeah. me out. But don't put me to sleep. Exactly. You
1: know, and it's like, don't fucking put me in a catatonic state. But let me kind of just feel like i'm not in fucking excruciating pain whether it be in my fucking head or my body um but also let me be able to still think and function and like you know uh i I was asking drew the other day it's like which one does what again he's like the way i remember it indica Indocouch.
0: couch i'm like all right yeah, can right. you write that down, please? Like, no, I, I can remember that. I can, put this on a three x five card for me.
1: <laughs> can I just uh, write that on the inside of my palm? Um, you know. So then I started hitting up people, like you know, asked Sarah, you know, because she was always talking about CBD, and I asked her, like, what do you use?
0: You yeah.
1: Know, um, and she sent me a picture of one of the bottles she has, and I have yet to find someone around here that had it. Because every time it seems to, I find something that I'm like excited about. I go to one of the many
0: dispensaries around
1: in mm. the area. <clears throat> Ugh. and um, they don't have what it is I'm looking for.
0: I just get my CBD online.
1: Well, that's the thing. you know, it's like I'm still the type where I can't, Some I just need, if I can go to a store, I want it now. I want to go see it. That's the one I want, and I buy it. The and problem I give them with money, getting the and CBD then they hand from it to me, and then I go
0: home. Is you're still getting it with THC in it?
1: Well, you have to have THC to metabolize CBD. You can't have Not just... Not if it's food. made from hemp. Well, that's where I'm getting. So then I recently found um, this uh, hemp, this company, Lowell, um, Lowell Herb Company, Lowell Farms, Lowell Lowell CBD, L-O-W-E-L-L. And um, they've got a long, I think already, you know, well-established list of um, just straight, you know, as they call it, flower, pre-rolls and all this kind of shit. Um, But I stumbled across somebody online that had mentioned their CBD pre-rolls. So it's, you know, pre-rolled joints of, you know, interesting hemp, you know, with the, as a cat, I'll pull it up right now. Um, but it's,
0: uh, I've never be, seen anybody smoke CBD. Um, so it's, yeah. I've, it's, I've seen them put oil. Yeah. So they have oil. the oils.
1: I think, you know, Ryan, um he, has a um, Hernandez? Yeah, he has a CBD vape that he. hits I have a, a friend that. um
0: Well, yeah, because you can get the ones. you can get the crystal distillate for yeah. the for vaping.
1: Yeah, so like I asked the last time I went, I was like, "Hey, man, you have you know CBD uh um vapes, right?" And he's like, "Yeah," and he just pulls out one, and I'm like, "All right, well, I don't know anything about this, so I don't know if I can." I'm down to use it or drop $65 on something that I'm just going to not end up using at all. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. little CBD.
0: <clears throat> I get mine from CBD distillery. Mm. I just, I just, I, the I just right get ones. it straight in the bottle and I drop it under my tongue. Yeah. Like
1: the first time I went to uh, a dispensary I went with uh, my good friend Lars and... All right. I just went in. No. <laughs> Friedrichson? I'm not going to start name dropping like that if I got friends like Lars Ulrich. Um, But uh, I went in and I asked this kid who's far younger than I am, stoned out of his goddamn mind. And I kind of gave him that rundown that I said. I'm like, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I want. This is what I want to use it for. This is what I'm used to. This is what I know works for me. This is what doesn't work for me. And he literally kind of looked at me like the kid, the pimply-faced kid in simpsons "Uh, i'll have to ask my manager and uh he literally offered me and suggested every single thing that they had in their inventory jesus christ (laughs) And i'm like this kid's really just going for the ak-47 method just spraying down range hoping he hits something what about this? Not aiming at... Yeah, he literally was like, "Look well, at this, and I got this, and then this one, and then this is, you know, kind of just, you know, it's like a topical cream. Um, it's, it's pretty cheap. But then we have there's these some pills. No, he's like, we got these pills. They're like four hundred dollars. Um, we got this. Uh, you can try this, and then there's this one. And I'm like, uh, all right, bro, I'll take. Well, you got the drops, right? Yeah, I got drops. I'm like, okay, uh, what drops do you have? Uh, these ones seem like, I think these will work for you. I'm like, okay, give me that. And then, fuck it, I'm here. Let me get a fucking, let me just get a, you know, let me get one of your joints. What do you got? I haven't smoked it. I still have it. Um, And I looked at the drops later and they're, um, I mean, I don't think it really makes a difference, but it's, I can't remember the name of the company. It's for women, designed by women, for your period. CBD like, period. It's like you know. It's like it's 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 oh for like pain. Yeah, it's geared toward. It's it literally says on the label like for women designed by women. You know, and I'm like, this is what the kid gives me. If I, I mean, was a woman, I'd be down to try I'm that. Like, sure. Well, yeah, no, I'm like, it's gonna work. But it's like this kid literally like he knew nothing.
0: I'm like, what are you doing working here? <laughs> like this says ladies. I have well, a giant not, beard. Not, I mean,
1: a anything that can work for a, a the, the, you know a pain. Of, of that level, I'm sure it's gonna work for me and my fucked up arm like tenfold. And there'll be some left over for me to use for when I stub my toe, walk into the bathroom. You know, if it's strong enough for that kind of usage, then I know it's good. But it just made me laugh that after everything I explained to this guy, and he literally would just went from telling me he wanted to give me the highest strength shit to the lowest strength shit, stuff that he says doesn't really work to the stuff that does work, and then just gives me something that says right on the box that I didn't... That I even overlooked because I'm an idiot because I was overwhelmed. That just says like, you know, you know, it's strong enough for a man, made for a woman kind of thing.
0: <laughs> What's that? Uh, it's an, it's a deodorant. Yeah, secret. Yeah, secret. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, shit. so these guys have a fucking CBD lip balm. I want to try that. Wh- who are you looking at, Lowell? No, CBD distillery.
1: Oh. Um, so I'm on the site for Lowell. So all natural CBD smokes and flour. So Lowell Smoke CBD is 100, or uh, not 100, <inaudible> original Indian hemp, 17% CBD. Um, so you have uh, the packet of seven pre-rolls, and it comes in a nice little box. On the cover, there's a um, very well-to-do, handsome, uh, cow in a uh, vest. <laughs>
0: a well-to-do cow.
1: Yeah, in a vest and a
0: button-up. I was picturing a photograph until you got to the vest, and I'm like, oh, okay, it's a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Mr. Highbrow yeah. cow. Mr. High and
0: cow. High too.
1: cow. Bro. Highbrow. High cow. Highbrow cow.
0: Highbrow. Highbrow. Um,
1: so then you got the two-pack. Douchebrow. Then you got singles, and then they got just the jar of flour. Um, but the, the the pre-rolls come in this really sweet little like I'm sure it's like a hemp box, um, with very nice packaging, um, very well constructed, and uh looks like seven matches. Wooden matches, a striker on the top. If I'm like these guys, they, they, they're doing their shit well. Um but so i you know went with uh, drew the other day to go to the you know try to find this shit because you know they have their list of uh, dispensaries that carry their stuff and it's literally every single dispensary in san jose and it's not to the point where <laughs> these places like just stock what's available it's like oh yeah no we carry them but we just have the one thing mm. we're actually out of it right now and it's like what about this no we don't have that either it's like well, we should have it, though. People want it. I'm like, well, why don't you have it then? You should get it. We don't like money. I'm like, Can I order it? It's like, how does this work? Like, you know, it's like, I still feel like even though we've come so far with the whole um, legalization of it, and you know, these stores kind of being a business and being able to, you know, not even some of them don't even have to take cash anymore. Like they can use cards. They can use a bank. And they can do all this different shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still kind of, for me as you know a a person that's still not coming with years of experience of hitting up you know i didn't have a medical card back in the day and all that stuff i haven't been you know going at this since you know since it was in its infancy i mean it's still kind of an infant but you know since the beginning and experiencing and seeing the changes and seeing the the growths i still feel like it's fledgling because i'm coming in it as like a lot of the people you're coming in with the masses. Well, yeah, I'm a, yeah, exactly. I'm coming at it the same way a lot of these people these days are that are like taking advantage of the fact that now that it's you know um, it's more accepted, and it's more lax, and it's legal, um, and it kind of feels to me like you know, okay, well, you you put yourself up as like a just like a retail space, and I have experience on how I know retail spaces to work and how retail. Um, transactions work so if I go to some place and they say that you have this and I come here and you don't and you can't really tell me why and you kind of strike me as like
0: oh, you're out
1: yeah it's like come on bro come on bro Um, but yeah and then it's like they ask like, oh we can deliver to your door and I put in my zip code and they're like oh we don't deliver to you (laughs) strike three yeah so it's like where are these people? So they are in California. Do I just have to drive? It's like, do I want to drive though? And be mm. like, do I want to go on a fucking journey just to get something that I think might work?
0: Something would, that will mellow you out.
1: Go on a journey to mellow. Yeah, stress out. Stress me the fuck out. I gotta go sit in traffic so I can get my fucking weed. Um, you know, it's because I've tried. So I tried with that first time that, bottle i could probably always go back and see how it did because i think i just kind of did it a couple times i was like i don't know i don't think i don't think this is doing anything to me um i still have that first you know um lady oil um, lady oils um and then i got gummies one time they're called like kush kush candy um those are pretty good but uh you can only get like you know 10 of them in a pack and I
0: feel like when they make the gummy shit, they make it more expensive. Oh, yeah, no,
1: 100%. Well, I mean, these ones I just bought. I mean, I want to be honest.
0: They're good, but...
1: No, oh, they are. I just paid 25 bucks for this bag. Um, and it's... let see here. 200. No, 100 milligram CBD, 5 milligram THC. Um, 10 pieces. So, you know, 20 to 1. Um, and I've already eaten the whole bag. Um. not right now no I. I the last three
0: <laughs> <laughs> we've, got to, we've got to remember there are people listening here Tom <laughs> they don't know what you mean <laughs> well I've already finished off the bag that like, would be an interesting episode to be like where is Tom like he's, he's there he only says one word every four and a half minutes <laughs> uh, you know what we should do right now we should uh, talk about our new segment yes our new enders yes so we talked last week, people, I'm talking to you peoples, you you ladies and gentlemen Hallisters. and everybody else and dogs and, uh, you know, um, any anything else, um, unicorns that uh, are painted on the side of pools. Um, we talked about Tom and I wanting to have a way to end the shows the way that Lamb and I end the shows where Lamb and I end with like a challenge. So we're going to try something out. And we'll see how it works out. What we came up with was the idea of questions, asking each other a question. Um, we'll call it like further questioning, something like that. You know, like, uh, for example, I'm going to give Tom a question right now, Tom, for next week. And when we come back with the answers of these, these aren't going to be long segments. It's just going to be two, three sentences or maybe less to answer the question. So my question to Tom is for next week. Tom, are there any health benefits to using a bidet?
1: Oh, look at you coming in with the hard hitting facts.
0: Some ass washing facts. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, okay, I gotta write that one down. I wanna make sure I don't but... I can text them to you afterwards. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, given with your uh you know, your, your adventures with, uh, I guess, wildlife, you know, with, with Latte and his uh, um, flea party, his flea party, yeah. his pity, 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 flea party, um, pity pool. And then, uh, yeah, it's pretty pity pool. Uh, and then your, uh, your handy dandiness with your fucked up pipes. Um, could, you, could you see yourself surviving in the wilderness for a month?
0: All right. Tune in next week for the answers to those. That's what's going to happen. That's what's going down. Yeah. We're going to try this out see how we like it because we don't know if you guys like it because well, we're, we're not uh, text messaging you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear you people. Yeah. can't hear you at all. You can scream That's really up. loud, but people will probably just call the police. Yeah. There's at least one
1: person I know I'll hear about everything from, but I mean, that doesn't count for everyone. But
0: Yeah. We said... So, we don't live in a complete vacuum. We do get messages. I I get messages from friends. Right. Um, it's always interesting uh, because it's it's always uh, a conversation where I'm like, oh I don't know if I want to talk about that anymore because I always <laughs> feel like I I spent myself on the conversation yeah, in the I, show. Yeah, you got it all already. But that doesn't mean I want my friends to stop texting me. No, yeah, no, not... so. Uh before we get out of here, if you want to support me on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Productions. And over there this week, I added um, a couple bonus episodes um, where I asked three guests um, some questions that weren't in the interview. These are previous guests that I had on back in uh, the fall. So you can hear those as, long, as well as uh, 67 other posts uh tom what's the status of your patreon
1: it's coming should be done uh ready and up by the end of the weekend i just kind of get a little uh i was trying to look into see kind of figure out my plan for mine and what exactly i'm going to try to put up on there the most and um what i'm really trying to gear it towards but yeah it's working um it's or it's being worked on it's coming um and so, so is lambs for everybody listening yes
0: he said he's gonna do it
1: um If anybody listening or uh, I guess there's only one way you could be listening to this is by listening to it, or is interested Um, this uh, week. Let's see the day we uh, release this on Wednesday. So as you're listening to this right now, listening to it in the morning um, tonight, downtown San Jose, California, Cafe Stritch, me and the mighty Mike McGee have our monthly go, go, gone show. Um, so and feel that's free. June
0: 19th, in case you're in a time warp.
1: People. Yes, yes. If you're listening to this as a, um, you know, a post dated, uh, it's your, you missed out. Um, but yeah, that's what I got going on this week, and, and it should be exciting. I'm trying to get you or Lamb, both of you, to come out to it. I'll protect you from the from the the, the street ruffians, from the bros. Yeah, from the bros. We don't allow bros.
0: Be my protection. Yeah. Oh, don't forget oh. to wear your protection. Uh, where can they follow you online, homeboy? You're brophylactic. Um, oh, I like that one. <laughs> you should change your Twitter name to brophylactic. <laughs> and on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you don't have a Twitter?
1: I don't have a Twitter. Well, actually, we actually no, I don't. No, I don't. Um, sure. no, I was going to make a joke, but it didn't work. Um, happens a lot to me lately. Um, yeah, Instagram. Is uh, the at symbol <laughs>
0: like a, like an eighty year old man? The yeah. at symbol,
1: the at, so the a with the circle around it, um, uh, sir, dot, period. You know that the you know the 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 the, the, uh, the uh, what you put uh, at the end of a sentence, uh, right? Exactly. Um, what's what's that? What's the word? What is that a categorized? Why is my brain going blank? Um, a uh, uh, question mark? Is it? Uh, exclamation oh. point? Is it? Um, a uh, I'm having way too much fun waiting for you to figure it out. Because my hand, what, what is it? Punctuation. Sorry. Okay, yeah, punctuation. <laughs> uh, I'm not
0: here to help in case know you don't you're not. That.
1: Yeah, um, yeah <laughs> no. The punctuation, the period. You know. So, sir, period. Beardo. B e a r d o.
0: And as I mentioned earlier, you can also follow at Random Badassery on Instagram, which kind of serves as a visual aid for the show yes, and a yes, public yes. notebook. And what I mean by that is uh, we might hint at stuff that's coming up um, mm-hmm. because we're putting it there to remind ourselves. I, all I do now is I open the Instagram and I look for the stuff that I posted to remind me of what to talk about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, it doesn't, you know, it's like being in school, like open book, you got your notes It's the audio visual department. (laughs) Just helps, man. It just helps.
0: All right, babies. Bye bye.
1: Peace.